1: Preston and Steve's News updates with Kathy Romano. All right, it
0: is Thursday, October 14th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, United States Postal Service inspectors said that they are working to determine who is responsible for dumping dozens of pieces of personal mail in Philadelphia's Eastwick section. Diane Caesar, a resident of Eastwick, was on a walk with her dog Tuesday morning when she spotted the pile of envelopes. Mail belonging to several people, both opened and unopened, were found scattered in the woods. The mail carrier container was flipped over and emptied. Some of the envelopes also included several money orders that obviously didn 't make it to their intended destinations, hmm. despite a clearly signed uh, clearly stating sign uh, that it 's a private property. They say that dumping is an issue, and there 's actually a three hundred dollar fine for the area
3: How often do you think this this um Mail stuff. We've had stories like no. this. All right, so th- wondering if it, maybe it's a carrier who's dumping no, it? No, so,
2: so they released a statement. Uh, the post office released a statement saying they don't believe an employee is involved in this. All
3: okay. right, uh, because I, I was telling a story about I'd sent my license renewal uh, a while ago, you know, by mail, and it, it never got there. I mean, my wife had sent, as of late, we've had a couple things that were sent sent. Standard mail.
2: And it never made it. It never made uh,
3: it.
0: Huh? Yeah. I was. I, I told you a while back, uh, my son's kind of exploring um, employment opportunities. And, right, and right. one of them is, is with the post office. So I, I pulled up a video the other day of um, pros and cons yeah. of being a mail carrier. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy who's been doing it for a while, and he's just giving his opinion. And here, and he also goes through the do's and don'ts. And, he, and one of the don'ts is when you first begin, he's like, don't throw away the mail. <laughs> 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 he's like he's like yeah. no Finish your job, you know, do this and one of the other things was and don't throw away any mail. I'm like, really? Okay. I think that's a legitimate it might uh piece of invitation. If you if you got w- crazy overloaded and you're and you're maybe a new worker and you yeah. don't quite understand the ramifications of the mail <laughs> and what might be in there, you might go, you know, if I throw this away No one's gonna know nobody's gonna And if it's
3: that important, they'll send it again.
0: So much mail. Yeah so all much. the time. They don't all much? this. Do
3: you remember Cliff Claven had like... <laughs> Wasn't Nick, wasn't he like in possession of mail
4: he never delivered?
3: Oh yeah, he's
5: like,
4: I could stuff it in there and lose it and burn it and nobody would ever find out. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody would find
5: out.
2: The Eastwood Community Bike Patrol Unit showed up a few hours uh, as w- after as well uh, as the United States Postal Service Inspector who is now investigating the matter. Uh, Postal Service officials released a statement uh, saying that they don't believe that an employee is responsible for this.
3: And rule uh, one is don't throw away the mail. Yeah.
2: Don't throw away the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Resident and said that they're hoping that the city uh, can reach the owners of the property. So it's private property. So yeah. They're trying to reach the owners of the prop- private property, asking them uh, to maybe have some of the wooded area cut back so that people won't go back there and be inclined to dump. Uh, they're also asking for more lighting in hopes of deterring people from dumping in the area. In the meantime, Postal Service inspectors are trying to figure out who is responsible for this. As thousands of containers filled with goods continue to pile up in record numbers, the operator of the Port of Philadelphia is making adjustments to to break the bottleneck. In Philadelphia, Terminal Operator Holt Logistics is tackling the issue by first extending hours of operation. The rest of the problem is getting those yards and yards of containers filled with goods to the suppliers. There is a truck driver shortage, so now they're turning to the railroads to move the more containers. Major ports like Los Angeles, Houston, and Savannah continue to be bottlenecked with many ships off the coast. That has some major companies uh, like Target and Walmart seeking alternatives even though uh, they're more expensive and Steve you mentioned this yesterday these companies uh, have been chartering smaller ships. For uh, for the month of September, the Philipport's Ports Packer Terminal has handled over 68,000 containers, the second busiest month in the port's history. But uh, while port operators, businesses, labor, and shipping companies work to tackle the massive disruption, there are empty shelves and rising prices with the holiday crunch fast approaching. You know, there's
3: nothing good ever goes on in movies on the dock like that, Preston. Yeah. Whether it's Batman hey, or it's right. the Winter Soldier, <laughs> <laughs> something always bad going on down there. Yeah, man.
2: Many people are looking for relief from the high prices and supply chain shortages. Hopefully, the adjustments being made by shipping industries and companies across the board will bring relief soon. Officials announced a do-not-eat advisory for all fish species caught in the Neshaminy Creek Basin in Bucks and Montgomery Counties.
3: It was actually never on my radar. <laughs> right? I,
2: wait, I Believe it or not, I
3: was not savoring the notion of Neshaminy fish.
2: Right? Okay. And it's because of high levels of perfluorooctane sulfonate, uh, which is PFOS. The advisory extends to all fish throughout the Neshaminy Creek Basin, including Neshaminy Creek State Park and Tyler State Park. Hmm. I
0: mean, people fish that yes. a lot, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, no, there's, yeah, per Creek, there's people fishing out all the time. So they, you know, they bring that home. Not now.
2: <laughs> PFOS is one of a group of chemical substances that readily bioaccumulates in fish tissue. Pennsylvania recently adopted tiered meal uh, advice for a PFOS and began collecting and analyzing fish tissue samples.
0: Tiered uh, meal tiered. advice? Yeah. Tiered
3: meal
2: advice? Yeah, like okay. on what you can eat.
3: Okay,
0: based yeah. on,
2: on the amount that's in the fish tissue. Okay, you've had
3: enough of this chemical now. Let's, right. move, on. Yes. Let's move on to flounder. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh,
2: levels detected in fish tissue samples from the Neshaminy Creek watershed had levels We oh, got a
3: little too much strontium this week.
2: <laughs> over the .2 parts per million do not eat advisory level, officials said in a release on Wednesday. So yeah, okay. if, if you're fishing there at Tyler State Park or Neshaminy State Creek Park, don't eat the fish. Catch and release. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Which, by the way, that, that's my issue with fishing like I, other like if you go out hunting, if you're going to go hunt for a deer, like you kill it, you take it home, you eat it. The fish get the the hook wrapped in their mouth, it gets stuck. You rip it out, and then they're like, oh yeah, not good enough, throw them back, and be like, all right, good luck. Hope you don't get caught again.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes it's not the, the not good enough thing. They just they they do it for the sport of it. And, I, that's uh, what I, mean. that's it's what a I sport.
2: don't. You're ripping the
0: fish's
6: mouth uh, know, apart. I think if you're if you're catching with the intent to take it eat home, it. and you catch it, and it's small enough, yes, then or, or it's too okay. small, then you throw it away. And, or you throw it back, and that's fine. I agree with you. Sporting, uh, fishing for the sport,
5: it's,
3: it's just no. mean. Like we have determined without any real study, because no one wants to do the study, that fish experience no pain. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh,
2: well, hold on. I got an email, and right. I have to let Nick know this, because they specifically made me, uh, want me to tell Nick that fish do feel pain, uh, and that fish can actually recognize different family members when they walk into a room. Um, so, Nick, you <laughs> yeah. are not correct that they don't feel pain, I according might not to be this correct. email. <laughs> I
4: think the larger point here is I just don't care. Oh, come on. Well, I'll say this.
3: Uh, that. And at that point, you're basically clubbing adopted children to death.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my poor fish. I was a fi-
4: salmon last night, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: My poor beta fish is still he's still going, still and I anything? tried really? I tried salt in the water, I tried food, and I I feel so bad for him. He's salt, salt in the water. Yeah, they had me put um, Epsom salt in the water. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of people recommended. I went to an aquarium store, and uh, you know they gave me some stuff, and yeah, we tried it, but okay.
3: Mm-hmm. So it'll be more like the natural fresh. Water, you find them in. (laughs) And the salt.
2: All right, let's do sports this morning. The Eagles host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight for Thursday Night Football. Bucks quarterback Tom Brady said he believes he escaped serious injury to the thumb of his right throwing hand in Sunday's win over the Miami Dolphins and doesn't foresee any issues beyond soreness as he prepares for tonight's game. (gasps) He suffered the injury in the first half, hitting his hand on the helmet of a defender, but continued playing. Kickoff at the link tonight is scheduled for 8-20. There were no games in the baseball playoffs last night, but Game Five between the Giants and LA Dodgers is tonight in San Francisco. Julio Urias will get the start for the Dodgers, and Logan Webb pitches for the Giants. Game time is scheduled for 9:07. And in soccer, Team USA came back to beat Costa Rica in its World Cup qualifier at the new home of Columbus Crew. The Americans gave up a first-minute goal, but tied it up in the 26th minute. A Costa Rica own goal saw the U.S. take the lead after the hour mark when Timothy Way's shot came back off the post and bounced off backup goaltender Lionel Moreira before t- trickling into the net. Next up for the Americans, the match against Mexico on November 12th. The U.S. will visit Jamaica four days later. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Football is life. Good morning, yes. friends.
5: Football
2: is life.
0: And welcome to uh, Thursday with the President of Steve Show. And Money. That's what it's about today, folks. Oh, yeah. We got the cash giveaway. Now, we're starting to uh, get to the tail end of the money clips. We got next week, and I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, So just a uh, a fair warning for you that uh, your your, uh, opportunity to win will come to a close. You still have ample chances, but don't miss out on those chances. So we'll do that at 8.00 and 10 o'clock this morning just to get things started. Uh, AIDS Walk's coming up, so we're going to talk to uh, Carrie and Rob, our regulars, uh, each year to remind us about that great event. So we'll get those guys in this morning and chat a little bit about that Uh, and just a bunch of other stuff. So we're raring to go. Let's take a quick break, and we will come back and roll out those stories in the entertainment industry as well as some stuff for you to win a stupid question awaits you. So we'll be back in just a sec. Stay with us.
7: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: So, the stupid question this morning is a $75 Visa gift card. That's not the question. That's the prize. The question is, what was the first flavor of Lifesavers candy? Interesting. Introduced, yes. 215-263-WMMR is the number. What was the very first flavor of Lifesavers candy? Call, if you happen to know the answer. While we wait for that call, we go through the birthday list. Thursday, October 14th, we'll start with actor Steve Coogan, uh, who is 56 years old. He's
3: great. Yeah, yeah, really, really a lot of fun to watch. Had a heroin problem. He did, and and in fact, he, he and Owen Wilson were sort of enabling each other a little bit, Yeah, and they had to sort of break apart to get... Clean. Is that during the night at the museum? First night at the museum movie? That's probably around that time.
0: Because they were the Roman soldier and the the cowboy.
3: But uh, his greatest role, Tropic Thunder, Preston? Oh my God. Oh my God. He's great in that. Yep.
0: The director.
3: (laughs) It's a short
0: role. It is a short role. Something (laughs) happens to him early on. Uh, He is 56, like I said. Uh, Ralph Lauren, or Ralph Lauren, depending on which way you like to pronounce it. How do you guys say that? Ralph Lauren. Lauren.
3: Uh, I, I say Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. There was a
6: Jeopardy Lauren. answer last it's, night. Uh, Sophia Lauren, and it's Ralph Lauren.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, are we
2: sure? Know. No, yeah. I don't think it is. They
0: say they say Ralph Lauren.
4: Well, I'm the one who wears polo, guys. <laughs> so I what don't know. What was uh, the question? It was uh, something the effect of like uh, they used to be called uh, dress shirts in America, and now they are commonly referred yes. to as polo shirts uh, no. because of this designer. And the uh, the answers uh, guy said uh, Casey said Ralph Lauren, mm. uh, but I don't know if it's Ralph Lauren or nah. Lauren. He's 82 nah. today.
0: Uh, Stacy Keebler. Oh. Uh, Who was a wrestler and then, of course, Dancing with the Stars. She did very well on that.
3: Very statuesque,
0: dated George Clooney for a while. Yeah, she's uh, 42 today. Uh, it's musician Thomas Dolby's birthday. She blinded me with science. Kind of a one, yeah, pretty much a one-hit wonder. You know, I, he had like a, a follow-up, but it didn't do anything.
3: His strength, Preston, was besides outside of the music, he, he did a lot of stuff uh, with tech and technology mm-hmm. with recording and That's all correct. that stuff. Uh, so he is 63 today in this song still. He, he, yep. he has great. made a living off of this one
0: hit.
6: Okay, know? so is he having anything He's to do with do- no, uh, Dolby Surround? No, no, Okay.
0: Uh, so happy birthday to him! Also, Lourdes Maria Chichon Leon, oh, Lord Ma- Madonna's daughter, Madonna's daughter, yeah, yep, she's uh,
3: twenty-five. She's modeling now. Uh, Lourdes is, yeah. Does she? Does Madonna have any
2: other kids? Yes, yeah,
3: okay, has a couple. She, yeah. with um, she well, she's had I don't know, I Guy was, Richie? Yeah, Guy Ritchie's had a couple throughout. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, and she adopted a little boy too, right? Oh yeah,
4: from uh, Malawi. Yeah. Oh, she has six kids. Whoa, yeah. Okay. How many biological? Any idea? I have no idea. But, yeah, okay. she adopted from Malawi. Uh, she, and then she had, like, two surrogate parents. And one I are, think like, you're right. She yeah. brought yeah. in a guy just so she could get pregnant. Okay. The, who was it? Was there a famous father, or am I thinking... You know, the, the personal life section of Wikipedia on Madonna is way too long, Steve. So let's, <laughs> yeah. so let's just
0: let's say, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, whatever you think about her, you're correct.
0: Great performer, uh, lead singer of the Moody Blues, Justin Hayward. One yes. of my favorite bands. He celebrates his uh, 75th birthday today. I think you're a fan as well. Very much so. And I saw them in concert one time, and it was um, it was in the early 80s when they kind of yeah. had a resurgence with Wildest Dreams. Right. And- they were fan freaking tastic. I've yeah. never
3: got to. I never got to see them in concert, but I've I've loved them forever from this album on. Yeah,
0: and and I did like it when they when they managed to have some
3: hits a little bit. Yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great band, great singer, the whole deal. So. They could
3: do the the standalone songs, and then they did like as with this album a concept album, which was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, Justin Hayward is seventy five today. Uh, all right, singer Cliff Richard, ah. who brought us Devil Woman. Yeah. and we don't. Talk Anymore uh, is 81 years old today. So uh, Big pop guy. Yeah. I, I always like this. Sure. It's so funny why we don't talk anymore. La, da, da, da. <laughs> and Devil Woman. She's just a devil woman. I, I'm singing these because we don't have them in our system. Uh, no, we would not have them. With evil on man. mind. He's 81. Wow. Holy hell. Uh, Mia was uh, a cow scub. Who uh, who is in Alice in Wonderland I believe she did she played Alice, oh, yeah, she Alice in Wonderland yep. yeah and uh, Jane Eyre uh she is 32 today uh then you have uh R&B performer Usher ah. yeah Usher is uh
3: 43
0: He's
6: the
3: one who um discovered Bieber right I believe you're right That's exactly right yeah. and I yeah. Usher actually did a pretty damn good job at that Prince tribute the Grammys uh, oh, yeah? yeah He did a damn good job okay And then uh,
0: the last birthday I have for you is actress Lori Petty, Mm. uh, who we remember from A League of Their Own and um, Tank Girl. Tank Tank Girl, but point break. Yes, absolutely. I never, and we talked about this. I don't see it. I I did not see it. Why they played her (laughs) as the Hot Surfer Girl, I don't know. (laughs) Really? Uh, She's good in the movie and everything, but yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I don't see it. (gasps) But anyhow, uh, she is uh, 58 today. And Dottie didn't drop the ball, (laughs) I don't think. All right, let's see if we can get the answer to the question, what was the first flavor of Lifesavers candy? And we will go to Chris to see if he knows the answer. Hi, Chris, good morning.
8: Good morning.
0: All right, Chris, lay it on me. First flavor of Lifesavers candy?
8: Peppermint. Yeah.
0: You got it. Hang on a second, buddy. Chris, we are going to give you a $75 Visa gift card. Legends come alive. Check out the adult reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Sunday at 8 p.m. on the CW Philly. Now, is it peppermint? that uh, when you bite it, it um, sparks in your mouth? Uh, I believe is it is. We win- tried, right? No, win- oh, hang on. It, it worked. Or is it yeah. wintergreen?
3: It's one of the uh, one Oh, wintergreen. I think you're wintergreen.
0: Yeah. Uh, but but if you bite it, lit, if you're in a dark room, yeah, you will see sparks yes. shoot in your mouth. And it's, it's pep omen, right? It is. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. More food
3: should spark when you eat it. I agree.
6: You guys ever have Christo <laughs> mint? Uh, that was my my grandmom's uh, go-to. She always had a basket of Christo mint. I've, never, I've never heard of that. What, what do they not call uh, Well, so it's basically peppermint, but it's... It's meth. It, no. Uh, so peppermint's like a white chalky uh, ah, sort of right, consistency. Yeah. This is more of a hard candy consistency. Oh, like a, oh. Like a Werther's. Mm. And what's it called again?
0: Christo mint. Christo mint. And is that a brand Christo. name?
6: It's Lifesaver. Oh it's, really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a flavor.
0: It's Christ oment. Christ oment. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I've got some interesting stories to run by you. Maybe we'll see if you find these interesting or not. But we'll start <laughs> with this. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have already started splitting up their assets. <laughs> oh
3: yes. According to legal
0: documents obtained by TMZ, is uh, she
3: handling all of it now that she's a she's
0: lawyer? lawyer right?
3: Yeah. Uh, Kim is now the sole owner of the Hidden Hills estate. That is a sprawling estate have you seen the aerial shots of that thing no yeah you got to see it because i believe it 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 looks like two houses glued together like two estates glued together
0: uh she paid her soon to be ex-husband 20 million dollars for the property that is currently valued at around 60 million jeez uh kim and the kids have remained in the home since february when she filed for divorce uh west had
3: Signed over his rights to the property. Here's, a, here's an aerial shot on the screen here, Preston, of the estate.
6: Oh, that looks uh, like a neighborhood. And yeah. it, it does. <laughs> You're right, Casey. It <laughs> looks... I thought it was an actual neighborhood.
0: No, that's, that's her, her okay. house.
6: Oh, that looks wow. like a retirement
0: uh, community yeah, yeah. to me because everything's so close together. Wow. It's amazing. Uh, so Kim and the kids have remained in the home since February when she filed for divorce and, uh, Kanye signed over his rights to the property and the transfer was recorded with the LA County on September 28th. The sale of the home appears to signify that the two are unlikely to reconcile despite rumors to
3: the contract. Seems that way.
6: Yeah. Uh, Press, I know that you don't watch SNL, but uh, we do in my house uh, with regularity. And so, um, Kim was the host this past weekend. A couple of things. I thought she actually did a really nice job. It pains me to say that. I thought she did a good job. But also, her mom was featured in it, and so was Chloe. Chloe, and they were making fun of themselves. They were, but Uh, I thought her mom looked terrible. And uh, I I thought the live cameras actually showed a lot of what, you know, when you see her in in print magazines or or whatever, like a lot of that airbrushing or whatever is done, uh, the live cameras couldn't
3: take that away. Hmm. You don't think so? Uh, uh, I wasn't paying that much attention to that. I was more, the the, uh, the Kim stuff, I have to say, I I, I agree with you. I, I I had to, at the end of it all, go, so she, she did a pretty good job. And she clearly had remembered some of her lines, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this
0: is, uh, take this for what you will. Uh, a 911 call obtained by Page Six revealed... New details about the September 26th incident that resulted in Bam Margera, Bam Margera being forced into rehab. Yeah. An unidentified male caller told the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office dispatcher that the Jackass star was doing cocaine in a hotel room oh, with God. his minder, an alleged prostitute, when he attacked a woman in her 50s or 60s oh, by grabbing her breast and possibly tearing her implant.
6: Right. Uh, um, I, I mean, I read this whole article, and this is all just from the, the 911 caller. Correct. Yeah.
0: So the caller added, uh, he's been diagnosed as paranoid schizophrenic. He's been diagnosed as bipolar. He's got a long history of mental illness. He escaped from three treatment centers in the last two months. So once officers arrived at the Don Cesar Hotel, where my mom used to work. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they found that the reality star had an ex-parte order, which, parte. Is a, which is a judge's order for the uh, court-ordered rehabilitation. Yeah, he Originally, uh, Bam had told TMZ a concerned loved one had called the police after seeing a picture of him holding what appeared to be a drink at a casino in Florida. Amid the new allegations, a rep for Bam... Told Page Six, the initial reports of Bam Margera's arrest were reasonably correct. The 911 call is uh, an utter, utterly false. Uh, Bam was with his aunt in the hotel room. Hmm. Uh, she's a 65-year-old woman who is clean and sober. The police escorted Bam back to rehab and made no charges whatsoever against him. Which demonstrates that the caller who made this claim made a false statement to police, so he wasn't charged for any of this. This is what the this is just what the nine more it's very
3: weird. Said. I would like to thank the latter for Bam,
0: you know. Yeah, uh, and
3: I would think that the police would have charged him with something for had an their, assault
0: had there mm, been yeah. somebody going, "Look, I was right. This, this happened. They to me, you tore know? my booby." Uh, the statement continued saying the allegations are likely made by people who have an axe to grind against Bam and his lawsuit against Paramount. There are multi million dollars at stake because of the abuse Bam faced at the hands of Paramount. And his supposed friends, Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, Jeff Tremaine, and others. We are investigating these false allegations and false statements made in the police report and are considering taking action as we learn more against the perpetrator of this false and defamatory report.
3: So uh, I we'll I hope it all shakes out. I hope yeah. he, God, I hope he gets a Steve O type. 180 in his life because man yeah. what, what
4: Steve-O has become now is amazing he just, compared to where he was. He needs to acknowledge his own problems. He yeah. needs to be honest with himself Bam does I mean because Steve-O has and and Bam is you know it's, it's sad it's sad to watch but um, and I worry about the guy but he also has to acknowledge that he's made a ton of mistakes. Obviously I
0: don't have a mental, uh, a mental degree, a medical degree but um, you know it might be more than just a drug problem there, It's there might, quite possible. There might be more to it than yes. that and, and, yeah. and hopefully he gets the, the assistance he needs uh, Katie Couric opened up to people about battling with bulimia in her teens, admitting huh? that uh, she doesn't even weigh herself today. Uh, the former Today anchor writes about her eating disorder in her new memoir called Going There and tells the magazine, like so many women of our generation, I, inspi- I aspired to be thin and lanky and all the things I'm not. I think back on my formative years when Twiggy was all the rage and that period of time in the 60s, and there seemed to be an ideal body type, which was extremely thin. She said she only recovered after she saw the serious side effects of the distorter, saying, I really just started to understand how dangerous it was. When Karen Carpenter died of heart failure uh, in 1983, it shook me to the core. Uh, Even now, Katie doesn't weigh herself, saying that she hasn't gotten on a scale at home in five years. Uh, She said, when I go to the doctor, I weigh myself backwards. I look out. Sometimes I flat out refuse. I don't want it to ruin my day. Huh. Uh, the book uh, will hit stores on October 26th, she's by the
3: way. She's been dropping all sorts of stuff to get the sales up on this. You know, the little stories that she's relaying about things. and right. It's not like her former co-worker, Ashley Banfield, is you know was uh, going to be a breakout star. And she admits that she torpedoed Ashley Banfield's career. Because that was the cutthroat nature of the business at the right, time, right? And so. you know, and and so, and also Deborah Norville, she torpedoed, right? So yeah, it's 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 a it's a very cutthroat business, or it was at that time, right? Uh, Jonah Hill, speaking of weight, just wants people to stop
0: commenting on his body. Hmm. On Wednesday, Us Weekly posted the article Jonah Hill shows off dramatic weight loss. Shortly after, uh, the Moneyball star wrote on Instagram, "I know you mean well." But I kindly ask that you not comment on my body, good or bad. I want to politely let you know that it's not helpful and doesn't feel good. And then he wrote, much respect. So, I mean, I assume when when you've gone through a dramatic weight loss like that and you're a public figure, it's going to be the majority of things that you read about yourself. But and, I think, and it's been going on for
3: years now. So. Since he's asked, though, I think they won't do it. All right. <laughs>
0: You know, but at least yeah.
3: he's put it out there uh,
0: that he doesn't really care for
3: it. I think so. he looks more like he definitely has gone through a, a big change. He's got lots of tats. His hair is blonde. Yeah. You know, he looks like he's uh, on, uh, the cast at Point Break. Juliana Margulies suggested
0: to the Just for Variety podcast that she might not be straight. Uh, the 55-year-old actress who is married to lawyer Keith Lieberthal uh, was asked about playing a gay character on the morning show as a straight actor when she said, who's to say I haven't had my own gay experiences? Uh-huh. We're making assumptions. Uh, according to the New York Post, uh, the comment marks the first time that Margulies has spoken out about any well, I kissed
3: that woman right over there.
0: ...same-sex encounters, but that doesn't mean she's not straight. She may, you know, uh, she may
4: have dabbled in a little bit
0: here and there and uh, had some fun, so... Uh,
4: her character on the morning show is is queer, uh, and there's a, a bit of a surprising scene in one of the most recent episodes with mm. her and Reese Witherspoon. And I didn't see it coming. And but she's really, really good in the uh, in season two. Julia, I have since yeah.
0: ER, I've had the biggest crush on her.
4: Yeah, you have a picture of her in your I, in my
0: locker, locker at work. Wow. Did. Did. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, All right, William Shatner, we covered this live yesterday at the crossover with Pierre. Yeah. uh, Officially became the oldest person to have flown into space yesterday. The 90-year-old Star Trek actor took an 11-minute trip into space aboard Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin flight alongside three other passengers. And I know we have some... uh Audio? Post, yeah, post-flight audio. Marissa, did you happen to... Marissa's not in there. Uh, Casey, do you see any William Shatner stuff? Right, I do. Cool. Let's play that. Here's a uh, clip of uh, William talking about the experience.
1: It was unbelievable. This is what I never expected. What, what is unknown, I'll you to do it, is there's this pillow. There's this soft blue. Look at the beauty of that color. What you have given me... Is the most profound experience I do. Have. Uh, I'm so filled with emotion about wow. what just happened. I, I just—it's extraordinary. He bare hugs great.
3: Jeff Bezos. Oh so yeah, he's, he's, he's like, and that's what he's saying, and he, and he starts to starts to cry.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: It's you know what? I, it, it
0: it it's cool. It's really yeah. really cool. But it's you know. They didn't need to go up and go around the earth. It's an elaborate yes. yeah.
3: amusement park ride. Yeah,
5: right? Yeah. Thank you for yeah.
0: putting it's, it's it It's King Jacob, right. but higher. <laughs> it's, but, million, yeah. it's a millions of dollars right. uh, uh, amusement park ride. That
3: said, and it's, it's funny, awesome, Preston, man. if you watch the video, you remember prior to the video, he said, well, what... The question was posed: What are you going to do? Because I'm going to press my face against the glass and look, yeah. and you see him literally doing that. Whereas that is pushed against, and he's, he's just drinking it all in. But That's at awesome. 90 years old, ah. to find when his life is predicated on a pretend trip into space to actually do it is yeah. amazing. Uh, he said
0: that uh, I hope I can maintain what I feel right now, and I don't want to lose it. So that was really cool. It sounds like a song, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Daniel Craig recently revealed that he prefers going to gay bars because they provide a chill and very safe place to have fun.
3: Uh, Shaken, not stirred, and with a very delightful umbrella in it, if you don't mind.
0: uh, He told the Lunch of Bruce podcast that he'd rather avoid straight establishments because he got tired of, quote, the aggressive de-swinging in hetero bars. He also, he's got
3: a good methodology for this, though, President. It makes sense, right? Uh, he also added that it's easier to avoid fights in gay bars. Yeah. Yeah. He also said that a lot of times you'll find women in gay bars who are just there to sort of avoid getting hit on. Right. And so he would say he would do much better in gay bars because he was is a little more relaxed. He could actually have conversations.
0: Interesting. So uh, that's uh, it's, it's more fun for him.
3: I ended up one of the it's actually kind of true. Uh, it, my friend and I went into a place in uh, in Hawaii years ago and not realizing uh, like it was a really like chill place. It was really cool, and but we did notice we were the only guys in there. And then there was I forget the name. I think the act was um, Eat the Worm. Metzger was the was the band performing that night. Right, and uh, and then the bartender finally said. Kind of gave us the 411, oh, okay. Because gotcha. we, were, we were more on the prowl. Yeah. He says, you're probably not going to do well for that. <laughs>
2: About two years ago, right before COVID, my brother went on his bachelor party in New Orleans. And they went with a bunch. I think there was like, there might have been like 10, 15 guys that went. And somebody looked up some like day party. It had a pool right, and right. everything. And they all went and they got there early. Because somebody <laughs> said it's going to get crowded. So they, got, they were there early. He said we were like the first people there. And they said they were, like, looking around. They're like, there's a lot of, like, rainbow stuff here. And then they said by, like, mid-afternoon, they were in the pool. And, like, guys were there in, like, thongs. Like, right. they had different, like, crazy bathing suits on. And it right. was all dudes, and they were there, a bunch of guys. So, like, he said, half of us were getting hit on because they they just assumed that he's like so. Did they hang and have a good time? He he said they stayed all day and they had the best time ever. (laughs)
5: That's great. I've
0: never never been in a gay bar. Yeah. I I know many people who haven't had a great time, and I just never have.
4: This place was good. Have you been to Key West? No,
0: okay. not Key West. Been down to Key Largo and Duck Key, but not Key West. Pretty easy to go to a gay bar in Key
4: West. Mm-hmm. You just um, any bar, pretty much it. But, <laughs> just, walk in. just walk down, Where are down you know, straight down bars. Do <laughs> Street, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 who cares at that point? Yeah, they're, just, totally. they're just
0: fun. All right, so Howie Mandel is home and doing better after fainting and being rushed to the hospital. Uh, the American Scott Town judge had uh, given fans an update and revealed that he was dehydrated and had low blood sugar when he <gasps> collapsed in a Starbucks uh, yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, he tweeted, uh, I am home, <sighs> doing better. I was dehydrated, had low blood sugar. I appreciate the great doctors and nurses that took such great care of me. Uh, thank you to everyone who reached out, uh, but I'm doing okay. He um,
3: was very candid recently about, um, you know, the, during the whole pandemic, a guy who's very. I've got that here. So
0: sources had told TMZ how uh, paramedics were called to the scene and took Howie to the hospital in Tarzana, although the 65-year-old was able to sit up at at the time that the fire department arrived. Apparently, he's a regular at this particular Starbucks. (laughs) Uh, He recently admitted that he has uh, been teetering on the brink of depression because his struggles with uh, OCD, and being a world-renowned germaphobe has made living life amid the coronavirus uh, difficult. He said, people have jokingly said... You've been planning for this, uh, but it's a nightmare for me. He said, it's really hard. Honestly, I'm really down and teetering on depression right mm-hmm. now as we speak. You see a high wire act on America's Got Talent. They maintain their balance and they don't fall. I feel that's how I live. He said, I have a smile and I get to do wonderful things and have an amazing life, an amazing family, amazing support medically, but I'm not going to lie to you. This is really crazy hard.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh, Howie, who has three children with his wife, by the way, mm-hmm. admitted that he only sought help for his struggles after an ultimatum from his wife, he said, "The thing that talked me into getting help was an ultimatum from my wife who said, "You either get help or you leave." And he said, "I wouldn't leave, and I'm still here, and I got help, so
3: yeah yeah, you live with something that seems oh well I'd get over it. I'm sure you get told when you have something like that, and it it's it's a part of who he is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heather Locklear is happy in love with her fiance,
0: even if they never end up walking down the aisle. Uh, she loves Kevin Federline. The 60 year old said, uh, who, The 60 year old who got engaged to her high school boyfriend, Chris Heiser, huh. uh, in April of last year tells people a wedding is not so important. We're together and we love each other and support each other, and really, that's
3: all that matters. Uh, so they were together in high school. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um the fact she's apparently gotten past all of her issues. Remember there were a couple of times the cops were called to oh, yeah. her house. Yeah. Uh, so it's cuz she's past that. Yep. Uh Ellen Pompeo is confident
0: that she'll keep acting once her time on Grey's Anatomy is over, but she doubts it'll be the movies. Uh, she had said uh that if she doesn't have a movie that she, if she doesn't have a movie career and ads before being on a network for so long, you'd literally be doomed. That definitely is not the case anymore. So I probably wouldn't do movies per se, but I probably will do something streaming on television. That's kind of her uh, forecast. I think if you're an
3: actor who really cherishes the craft, the desire would be to end up in a Fast and Furious film. Of course, think, yeah. Well, they go on forever.
0: Uh, let's see here. Jamie Lee Curtis paid tribute to her late mother Janet Lee by dressing up as her iconic Psycho <laughs> character in Halloween at the Hill. Halloween Kills premiere. Awesome. Yeah, she wore a buttoned-up blue dress with a short blonde wig and accessorized with a bloody shower curtain. <laughs> uh, and she wrote on Instagram, honoring my mother
3: in all her gory—I mean, glory. Yeah, and that's, that's cool. so that is cool. And uh, you know, it's funny because if, if you think back to the movie Psycho, Janet Leigh was a big star, and they pulled a fast one. And that's one of the the early times where somebody you thought, okay, they're the heroine; they're going to make it to the end of this. Uh-uh.
4: We ever had Jamie Lee Curtis on the show? I don't know. I'm not I, sure. I, she'd be an interesting person to talk to. Yeah. yeah she's a talker.
3: Yeah. She, she, did, she was doing a, a, a horror convention. It was one of the anniversaries of the Halloween, the original Halloween. And there was a documentary about it. I watched it. And she was there. And there were like a couple of thousand extra people showed up. And she stayed in that room taking pictures, uh, signing things, chatting with people for hours and hours That's and cool. hours. It was pretty wild to watch that. Nice. Nice. All
0: right, listen to this. If Ted Lasso returns for a fourth season, you can say goodbye to the gang at AFC Richmond. Uh, Showrunner Bill Lawrence told The Hollywood Reporter that all of the current character storylines will conclude at the end of season three.
6: Wow. And that's that's fine uh, because I I don't – as long as season three is awesome – I, I'm okay with that because I but just a don't. But it's the
2: show you want to continue. Well, I know it's so a little. Just give me a,
6: twenty episodes.
3: It's a gift. It's a gift in time, <laughs> and it, and uh, I'd rather have it be this precious thing that doesn't go off the rails than right. have it be. Right. Uh, right. Then yeah. you're going ah, oh, they uh, they made a mistake. Uh, if the show goes
0: beyond that, uh, Jason Sudeikis' character will be surrounded by a whole new cast.
3: So that could be interesting. I, I know a whole new cast. Bring in Ted McGinley. He's one you actually to to. Well,
2: when I was watching the beginning of the season, I was wondering if that if he moved each season and it was a different uh right. team, different cast. Right. Um but when I got to the end of season one I realized. This is such not
3: a case. a perfect collection though, Kathy, yeah, of characters. I know, I know. Everyone <laughs> has something and you, you'll start disliking the there's only one character you meet and dislike and and rightfully need to continue disliking. Mm. Uh, But everyone else has uh, nuances to their characters.
0: So here's a story that has uh, tendrils with uh, Ted Lasso. Jason Segel is joining the Apple TV Plus crew uh, with a new series called Shrinking, in which Segel will play a grieving therapist who's done treating his patients by the ethical code of conduct and starts to tell them how he really feels about them. Uh, The uh, Segel will serve as writer and executive producer... Uh, Shrinking will also bring on Ted Lasso co-creator Bill Lawrence and Roy Kent himself, Brett Goldstein, as ah. writers and executive producers on the new series. Because, Kathy, I don't know if you knew this, but Brett, who is uh, Roy Kent, uh, is one of the main writers on uh, no, Ted I Lasso. Didn't know and that. he directed one of the episodes, okay. too. So he's really, he's not just an actor. He's, yeah. he's yeah. the real deal.
3: Well, they all, they all take, well, like Jason Sudeikis is a, is a writer on a number of the episodes as well. It's very cool. Uh, shrinking will be the second
0: Apple original project from uh, Siegel as he will star in the film adaptation of the young adult novel The Sky is Everywhere. And Siegel will also soon appear in the uh, film Windfall with Lily Collins and Jesse Plemons and Adam McKay's Lakers project. Mm. Uh, After the massive success of Ted Lasso, Apple TV Plus' dedication to working even more with Lawrence and Goldstein is promising. Uh, Lawrence is also writing and executive producing Bad Monkey, a series adaptation of Carl Heisen's book of the same name starring Vince Vaughn. Uh, In addition to that, Lawrence is also working on reboots of both Head of the Class and Clone High. Not Uh, familiar with Clone High. Me either. Uh, Meanwhile, Goldstein... Roy Kent, uh, recently won Outstanding uh, Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series at the Emmys for his role on Ted Lasso, uh, for which he is also a writer and co-producer. Uh, no word yet on uh, when Shrinking will start production or premiere on Apple TV+, Plus, but that is down the road.
3: Now, Jason Segel series that was shot here, Mar- Marissa, I know uh, she's not in there, but... but uh, um... It was okay. It 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 depicted the city in a wonderful way, you know, Philadelphia. But uh, I I it didn't it didn't engage me. Did you see any of it, Case? I I couldn't follow it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I made it one and a half, maybe two full episodes.
4: So the yeah, one with, with Sally Field in it mm-hmm. as well.
3: Okay, it was just it, it never caught me. Yeah, it looked a little like, um, like the fishing, and then the Shamily. It looked a
0: little offbeat. Yeah. Um. But anyhow, uh, let's see what else we have here. Tommy Lee Jones will replace Harrison Ford. In Amazon's The Burial, uh, the Deadline had reported that uh, Jones is set to star alongside Jamie Foxx in the film about a bankrupt funeral homeowner who sues a rival businessman over a handshake deal gone wrong. So, I don't know anything more than that, but... <laughs> Sounds wild. Tommy Lee Jones yeah. is replacing Harrison Ford. Says my hyperface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMC's The Walking Dead is expanding to a fourth spinoff.
3: Oh, wow. my God. The uh,
0: basic cable network on Tuesday handed out a formal series order to Tales of the Walking Dead, with the individual episodic anthology series set to debut in summer of 2022. Uh, the news comes a year after Tales was first put into development at AMC. I think
3: I, I think this
4: cow has been milked out. Like there's it's well, we just talked about Ted yeah, Lasso yeah. and those characters wrapping up after three seasons and. The Walking Dead is doing the complete opposite. Right. And, and and you're getting observations like you just made, Steve. It's like the, they're just dragging it out for far too long, and, and people get tired of it. It
3: doesn't mean that this stuff is not good, but I'm like, how much do I want to spend in this universe? Right. Well, Will I've... all my entertainment be predicated on... <laughs> I uh, have been...
6: Uh watching. I'm I'm right. you know like I haven't missed an episode of of the original series. The, right. the spin-offs I have fallen off but I will eventually get back around to it. But I'm telling you in this season I saw one of the best episodes yet of all of the seasons. I you know it was really well done. It was well acted, well shot. Like it was different than all the other episodes. Yeah, It was really really well done. So you, there
3: are these these jewels that you can find you know? No, I know. I just yeah. it's just not enough for me to invest the time. Yeah. And again, we talked about this before. To me it was so hard to ra- I actually lost respect for the characters when they let Negan live. And yeah. I thought Negan was charismatic, but I thought if you have any grasp on what is best for the group of people you're with, you're going to have to kill this guy. Funny, and they didn't uh, do it.
6: Cuz Negan uh... He's in a up comedy now, isn't and a couple of episodes ago, you know, he he pleaded his case, you know? He's sitting there with Maggie. He bashed Maggie's husband's uh, head in. With a baseball bat. With a baseball bat. And he's like, you know, listen, you came and killed all of my people. Like, what what do you want? Like, those people had people that they, I was like, that's a good point.
3: Yeah, but then uh, we saw how you treated the people in the camp, like, ironing their faces. (laughs) Right. So it's not like you began as such a sweetheart. And
0: Uh, look. Dude, they kill people left and right on that show. I know. And then they hold out the big moral stance
6: hmm. for this
0: guy. You know, you know, you man, know what I mean? I, I mean, they,
6: they drop people like... <laughs> I know. It's nothing. And that's what he's saying. He's like, you you went in and you murdered entire, like... You see, in general, I'm a really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and but they had a backstory on him as well, and it turns out he wasn't really a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, now I'm just... Listen, they, they got to...
0: They got to fix the problem. You know what I mean? There's there's a scientist somewhere who's got to figure something
3: out on that show and and bring it up.
0: And then the the show can be about rebuilding.
3: Well, at this point, too, there's there's a lot to talk about. But Uh, but we will just just quickly at the point that the Walking Dead is at. Most of those dead are now stew. I mean, they've been rotting. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like you're just walking around piles of zombie. You know, there's it's at that point. So I see. It's the people, and for the longest time, it's been the people that are the yeah. real issue. But I guess still, when you when you die, you no matter what,
0: you turn into a zombie. Yep.
6: Right? No it. matter what, yeah. And so they, I think they reveal that in season one, which is right. you don't have to be bitten, bitten and killed yeah. by a zombie in order to turn into a zombie. You are. Everybody's already has this virus in
3: them. In fact, they can even just go tag you're a zombie, and that's <laughs> yep. that's enough. I like that game. Yeah. Tag, yeah. Tag, tag you're a
5: zombie. zombie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Each hour-long episode of Tales will be focused on new and established characters that are based on the larger world of The Walking Dead. Channing Powell, who has been a writer and producer on the flagship series uh, and its first spinoff, Fear of the Walking Dead, will serve as showrunner on Tales and work alongside franchise content chief Scott M. Gimple Oh, Gimbo, they him.
3: Doesn't he work on the uh, How's About Them Walking Dead
0: series? Uh, and the initial order is for six episodes with production on the MC Studios drama set to begin early mm-hmm. next year. Do you think we'll see a crossover,
3: Ted Walking Dead?
0: Oh, <laughs> I like the idea. A uh, uh, Walking that. Dead soccer team? Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Oh. <laughs> walking lassos? Yeah, <Be> go, <laughs> Why wouldn't it be the Walking Ted? The Walking Ted. That even makes better. way more sense.
0: We're ready for clips. All right. In the new drama series, I Know What You Did Last Summer, teenagers followed by and harassed by a killer a year after a devastating accident occurred at their high school. In this clip, star Brienne Ju shares the selfish reason why she joined the cast.
9: I read the first two scripts right away, and I was I was hooked. It was It was one of those things where I wanted to know what was going to happen next, and the only way I would have is if I booked the job, so I worked really hard to make that
2: happen. I don't. I don't want. To, I don't think I want to
0: see it. I know what you did last summer. Begins streaming at uh, Amazon Prime Video tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Here's the next clip. The Last Duel, historical drama developed from the novel of the same name, follows a knight and a squire who duel to the death. In this clip, Matt Damon explains the process of writing the duel scene. What Ridley
4: did was took the spirit of the duel.
6: He took the shape of it. You know, it started on horseback. It ended up. They went to axes, to swords, to knives. All of that really happened, and Ridley made it a lot more, a lot more beautiful to look at and cinematic. With with our stunt coordinator Rob Inch, who who designed and choreographed that whole that whole thing.
10: Matt
8: Damon.
6: Uh,
0: the last duel will be in theaters tomorrow,
6: by the way. And there you go. That is
0: your report for. Today, uh, I have good news for you. There's a new Daily Rush video, ah. and it's the Barbershop Rat Quartet <laughs> from yesterday. If you were joining us uh, in the morning yesterday, then you will definitely want to see the video because it uh, it played out live here in the studio, yes. The Barbershop Rat Quartet is available now, and if you're um, following... Uh, WMMR on Instagram, you'll just get it delivered right to your feed. Yes. It's that simple. So have that happen. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We will send it right to you. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. And you can learn more at Xfinity.com. gets me every time.
11: Xfinity.com.
0: All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Stay
10: with us.
12: steve's camp out for hunger is coming soon monday november 1st at xfinity live inside the wells fargo center complex this difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity with the camp out business challenge subaru of america is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference donate the most food and the preston and steve show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees prizes for the top three business challenge donations including a live pierre robert broadcast from your business and a twenty thousand dollar advertising campaign on mmr for your company it's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the fill abundance mission drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good go to wmmr.com for complete details on the subaru business challenge with 93.3 wmmr putting filling first
0: uh, there's a text it says it is your production assistant Connor's birthday what? today. What? Can you give a shout out? Is
3: today Connor's
0: birthday? Yeah. yeah. And nobody said anything. yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Connor!
3: Yeah. Did, did Connor send that text? Get out yeah. of here! Yeah. Yeah. He works the phones over there, right?
8: Uh-huh. I had no idea it was Connor's birthday.
6: Happy
3: today. birthday! Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It looks like he's got he's got his. Eagles Green on. Oh
5: yeah.
6: Yeah.
3: Where's Brian Dawkins jersey? Casey, I'm I'm ashamed. I am embarrassed
0: for you. You normally have everybody's birthday at the ready. You're the one person I can count on. I
6: know. I'm hurt. Um I don't know Not why good. we don't know to have this on the right. Now we do. Now we do. I'll tell
2: you what, he'll never forget again.
3: Yeah. Right. No, he
2: won't. <laughs> he won't. Casey can...
3: Casey's the birthday minder. Yeah. Most if, definitely. If we can remember Ann Gorski's birthday, we can remember. <laughs>
4: Can,
2: Can we May remember it's yeah, I know. It's like May, is it October
5: remember
4: that she
0: has a birthday. <laughs> she has two birthdays. Yes, she does. Oh, she has two, two birthdays. Two official birthdays. Keep that in mind. All right. Wow. Uh, by the way, and I, and I overheard Connor yesterday. Uh, he does this thing. I don't know if you guys are aware of it or not, but when, you know, we ask for a number caller, caller number yes. 25 or whatever, Connor has to go through all those calls. Right. And then when he's done with that, he will keep answering the phones. And and then after saying, sorry, we already have a winner, he will go, have a great day. Yes, it's very nice. Every single person. So like, v- I heard him do it a hundred
3: times yesterday. Yeah.
0: And that's just a really cool, positive thing yep. uh, that he throws out there on behalf of the President of Steve Show, because we make him do that. No, he
3: <laughs> came, <laughs> no. Up, with it he came up, up with it himself. Yeah.
6: But I think in about an hour and a half, we should uh, send him down to the shows and let him get whatever he wants. Whatever right.
2: he wants? Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah
0: it's but just
2: one thing.
6: Yeah. <laughs> do they have diamond engagement rings?
2: They now? do.
0: They, they sure do, but out. they're, they're
3: like made of Quartz. <laughs>
0: Um, so we missed an observance yesterday, mainly because we had Dr. Mike on and we were getting our flu shots. And, and you know, we started talking about all things medical. I thought it would be kind of fun to bring this up while he was on, but we didn't get a chance to. But yesterday was uh, National No Bra Day. Yes. Uh, an annual observance on October 13th in which women are encouraged to go brawless as a means to encourage breast cancer awareness.
3: Uh, That's the month, right? We're in the month of breast cancer awareness. That is correct. All right. Uh, So it's just an acknowledgement of that. Yes. Um, I went brawlers yesterday. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. In observance. It was pretty good.
0: Uh, It was initially observed on July 9, 2011, but within three years, it had moved to the 13th day of the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, October. Users on social media are encouraged to post uh, using the hashtag NoBroadDay to promote awareness of breast cancer symptoms and to encourage gender equality as well all
6: right well now i feel bad because i i mean it's a a really good cause but i automatically was like it's still turning you on yes yeah okay all right so am i the only one here or uh, no
3: well that's the thing i mean sometimes listen sometimes it can look uh, quite wonderful sometimes not so much but it is it is a movement and uh it's sweeping the nation now right i guess this is the first time no
2: uh, we talked. we're talking about the day we completely forgot (laughs) yeah
3: but well, uh, well, let me ask you. Uh, it, it, given so, I'm sure I know what the answer is. But yeah, given your brothers, you could you <laughs> could would you prefer to live life without bra, uh, bras? Uh, I, I never hear anyone go, "Hot damn, I'm looking forward to putting on that bra."
2: Yeah, see, I I said this before. I'm not like a person who has to get home and like rip my bra. Right, on. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. Um, they don't. They don't bother me that okay. much. Um, have they
3: gotten better over the years? I assume they have, right? Thanks know. to space-age polymers. I
2: mean, like, I've changed what I wear okay. over the years. But, like, once I find a bra that I like, I get it in every color. <laughs> and when it, you know, you rips go. or it gets old, right. I buy the same one. new, But I am I'm in the market for a new bra. Because ah. the bra that I had been wearing for years and just buy the same one um, has lace on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... Uh it's just it's kind, kind of, of like
0: irritate your skin a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like itching yeah, my yeah, yeah. skin
2: a little bit now, so I need another itches your skin. Yeah, it's <laughs> the John
3: Madden collection that you use, mm-hmm. right? I
0: Boom. need a
2: new one. I need oh. a new good one.
0: Uh by the way, you know what word I love? Brazier. Brazier. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. I love that word. It's, Ew,
5: it, it never gets used. And it should get
0: used, but I just yeah. love using that word brazier. What a lovely brazier. <laughs> I think the technical term is still the around the shoulder boulder holder. Um and you remember the uh uh, the Jane Russell 18-hour
3: bra right. commercials. I'm going to put this bitch through the paces. They were like torpedoes, man. It looks ridiculous. It yeah. looked like she was launching an attack on Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah but see, I think also according to, um, well, depending on a woman's breast size, I think that determines comfort as well. Like for me, it's not so comfortable to go braless.
5: I could see okay, that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean like, you, I need a little support. I, I need to. Yours are
0: dense and heavy yeah. and they really pull
3: down.
2: Like on
5: pound it. cakes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like what's that
3: place <laughs> that makes the very dense pound cakes? Oh, yeah. Stocks Pound Cakes. Stocks yeah. Pound Cake. Yeah. Yeah. So Cassie's base there like is is two, two Stocks. Two, <laughs> So these cakes, and they are dense. Now they're moist and good with a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Wait,
2: but hold on. You, yeah. you guys joke about. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna get uh, medical with you. But yes, I do like every time I go for my mammogram, they say you have dense tissue. Like yes. you have dense breasts. Which is
3: problematic for some. Do they correct? weigh them?
2: Li- they don't weigh them, okay. but, but no, like,
3: like a fish scale?
2: When when you get the mammogram, I guess the tech can tell either right. by um looking at it or touching it when she puts it in the machine or from the actual scan. I don't know.
3: Right. I mean that. Listen, it is well worth doing, and it's well worth doing the, uh, there's the two types of tests, right? There's one that is basically a superficial, and then there's one that's a little bit more with someone who has pound cakes for breasts, would <laughs> have to, you know what I'm talking about? I it's don't, little,
2: but listen, yeah. Dr. Mike, uh, make sure I am sh- that I'm getting whatever. Okay, all right, yes, I if Mike's on getting, the case, you're yeah, good to go. I'm good to go.
6: So, uh, it had to have been about maybe two years ago, I was going into Macy's, and I walked into the, with my son. Yeah. And I. I I might as well have just, like, walked him through Club Risque because we walked into Macy's through the women's bra section. right? And it was like... I mean, seriously, it was like walking him through Fantasy Show Bar. It was hilarious to see his reaction. I, listen, our, going shopping
0: with my wife and going in from store to store, and every now and then we would end up in a ladies' store, and there would be... Gigantic posters yeah. of large breasted women wearing the bras up and I'm like, I'll hang out here for a little while. Yeah. I love this right age. Oh yeah. man, listen,
6: the the billboard in Chester, it's now ninety-five south, but it's for bare essentials. I am obsessed. I, I need to know who that lady is. She's beautiful. She's got huge cans. Uh she's in a bra. And like
3: uh and it's huge distracting. Cans. Uh I need to see this. Oh, she's so pretty. Okay. If you have huge cans... Okay. Yeah, that's the new ad campaign <laughs> for those with huge said, cans. What's the oh.
0: line for Bachelor Party? Oh, yeah. You know, I want to, I want a woman to fall in love with, someone I can be with for the rest of my life. Check out the cans <laughs> <laughs> on that bimbo. Well, it's also in Adrian <laughs> Adrian's Adrian the Ahmed. great Adrian We had him in he here. He knew and, that uh, line. We asked him directly about that line. <laughs> Check out the cans <laughs> on that bimbo. I am, he's
3: talking to Tom Hanks. I'm looking for. I know what you're looking for. I'm, I wish I could have. the... Check out the cans on that business. And they had a
6: similar line in Dumb and Dumber. You know, check out the, wait, fun bags on that hose hound. All right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was kind of a it nod to it that. To it. yeah, yeah, it's it. possible, yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Hang on a second. I'm, uh, I'm going to go to a couple. Let me go to this call, and then I have an, an interesting thing. Uh, a, a factoid. A historical uh, note about uh, brasiers. I'm curious about the history of the bra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharon, good morning.
9: Good morning. How are
0: you? Good. What's up, Sharon?
9: I think this is the time where you should be running the giggity-giggity. <laughs>
0: G- yeah, that's right. Here it comes. All right, what's up, Sharon?
9: I am not the one who knows the history about bras, but I will tell you Kathy, Kathy, it does have to do with bra size, but it also has to do with age. Okay. I think when we're in high school, the lacy bras and all that stuff is great, but as you get older, it's all about comfort. I, I to me
3: yeah, to me it seems like such and again just from my vantage point it seems like such a difficult garment to get correct because there's so much you've got over the shoulder straps you've got uh, you know well, like, like okay. a shirt you get a shirt
2: it's yeah the, and you can depending on what, right. what shirt it is you, you have to wear a special bra but yes, there are all totally. sorts
3: of th- it's it's yeah. almost like getting scuba gear yeah. you know it
2: is
9: yeah. and it depends if you're if you're wider with a smaller chest that's difficult to find. If you're thinner with a bigger chest, that's yeah. also difficult to find. It's very, if you're proportioned, everybody's proportioned differently. Right. But the whole drama of going in and getting measured and it's just uncomfortable. It's got to be tough, man. You're right. Because everybody's
0: got that different body type and it's, it's not something that, you know, you can have that's, that's loosely
3: fit. It's got to fit right. Yeah. yeah you know, a perfect example. Like Thanks, whenever, Sharon. if you've ever, uh, for the first time I bought, I bought jeans online. You know, just because I'm, you know, I haven't worn a lot of jeans, and I'm just oh, I yeah. want to freshen things up, and they're all cut different, right? They're all cut differently. So really? okay, let me go take the crap shoot here, and they came in and they're great, they're they're, they're perfect fit, they're fine. I just use but the size when I go in to shop at a store, and I and I also check that um, you know, report the ratio of people who found it fit the way they thought it was going to fit, right? And so it did work out, but but you can go to any like if that's the case with just pants and a sh- and shirts. With the bra, with all that stuff going on? Yeah. I don't know how you'd nail well,
2: it. You, you can. I mean, they, there is a way to measure and, you know, people can go in and... Do have, they have a pound cake chart? No, they don't have the pound <laughs> cake chart.
0: Angel food to pound yeah, cake yeah. is like a, there's a ratio in between. Uh, it's funny, all this bra talk, ma'am. When I was in my 20s, I was so proud... Of my bra removal skills.
2: Oh, yeah. that was like a thing for guys. It, it was, was. They could do it with one hand? One, I was yeah. a
0: one-hander, Kathy. Yeah. And it didn't matter if there was, you know, double clasp, triple clasp in the back or the front, Little yeah. one weird thing that you actually had to practice yes. to figure out. <laughs> you could do it. Uh, where it, it had the weird little snap thing. Boom. Bang. Pop open. I used to be really... You know what oh, I used yeah.
3: to use? And it was, it was, it was great. Um, Bolt cutters. Stop. <laughs> uh, right, hang, on a, hang on a second. Let me. Let, uh,
0: Casey's billboard. Uh, I have uh, Brian, who's an Amazon driver. Brian, good morning. Hey, good
8: morning.
0: It. Hey, good morning. It. What's up, man?
8: So uh, I used to do deliveries in Delco for Amazon, and yeah. I would pass that billboard uh, pretty much every day. And she was a very welcome sight on my ride home. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: is she b- blonde brunette? Do you yeah. remember? Um. <sighs>
3: I think it's... You never
6: saw no, her head,
5: no, no, no. I she he never, her never head. Yeah. saw her <laughs> head. No, she, she's, got yeah, hair. Yeah.
6: she's got dark hair. She's got dark hair. All right, thanks, Brian. She has similarities to, uh, facial sim- similarities to, like, Morena Baccarin. Okay. Um, but she is uh, more um esque okay. if you will. Let me oh, go okay.
0: to Carl, because he just drove by it. Hey, Carl, mm-hmm. good morning.
8: Steve. Man, so much brighter. Very
5: wow. good. good Damn condition.
13: good, Carl. Been a long time, guys. What's up, Carl? Uh, yeah. Uh, Casey. Yeah. Very sorry. I literally just drove by it. I did not see the Bear Central sign up there anymore. Well, oh, hang on wow. a second,
6: Carl. Because I might have misspoke. Were you going ninety five south or north? Yes, Ninety five south. Okay. Casey, I drive by it every day. Carl, I got great news for you. me. It's it's but, north. It's northbound now. I got some great news for you. Yes, it's it's northbound. See if you can hang a U-E, Carl, and and get back (laughs) the other way. Yeah, just north of the Commodore Barry Bridge on the left-hand side. It's there.
0: Ah. So you see that coming home from the shore. That's a welcome Yeah, I used to see it on my way to the
6: shore. And now it's a, hey, welcome home, Case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, so...
0: I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I did not know this. Uh, this is in Wikipedia talking about no bra day, and that's why we're yes. discussing this, uh, which was yesterday. We missed it, so we want to pay uh, you know respect to it. Possible. Uh, women have protested the physical and cultural restrictions imposed by bras over many years. In 1966, I didn't know this, uh, during the height of the hippie era in San Francisco, two women students at San Francisco State College protested a proposed law. That would require women to wear bras. I did not know that there were some politicians who wanted to propose a bra-wearing law. So these women walked topless uh, near the campus. Yeah. Uh, On August uh, 1969, Hmm. an anti-bra day was declared in San Francisco to protest uh, societal pressure to wear constrictive feminine garments. Uh, The protest drew large crowds, blocking traffic and a few women took their bras off from under their clothing in the financial district uh in 1968 feminists organized a uh, protest at the Miss America contest and tossed a number of feminine products in a garbage can i remember seeing footage of yeah, the bra, birds, burning, bra burning absolutely yeah it was just sort
3: of a feminist uh, thing to do at the time uh and and uh, you don't see that much anymore
0: I, I never really understood it
3: um until i started to read things like
0: this that you know yeah. maybe there were some people who were like you know they were trying to push that you know it's obscene to not wear a bra,
3: well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird, but, but I do to me that seems like like I don't even like I don't like binding stuff. I I I don't I don't think I could do that. Listen, it's know?
2: like a lifelong thing. However, yeah. I I will say it is um if you can go without a bra, you go right ahead. But I think there are some women where it might, it might be obscene sure. if I don't wear a bra. <laughs> oh.
6: Yeah, but I all right. I mean, I, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? They're
2: big. It's not, I, yeah. I can't go. I can't run out. Boys? Yeah. I can't run out to Target with no bra on. It I would is love not, that, though. I, I, I don't think I've ever walked out of my house without a bra on. Okay. A bra of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Sports okay. bra. Is there like a then quick throw-on kind of bra? Like a, like a... Well, see, I don't, like, I put it on in the morning and I will not... Unless if, unless I work out, I go home. I put a sports bra on. Yeah, yeah but right. like today, if I don't work out, I will not take my bra off. From morning
3: I... to the time you go to bed. No. Wow, no, is, that's, me... that's, 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 that you're 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 married to that thing, basically.
6: Can I ask you though? Why is it a comfort thing, or is it a way that they would? Kind of Serve like, pound cakes. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> or is it the way they would look to other people?
2: I no, I said it. I already said it. It, it. It's it's um because because sometimes it is not comfortable to have it on because sure. yes, there are two pound cakes hanging from my chest, and that is not comfortable to me. It's more comfortable to have a little support. Okay. Yes,
3: to me that does make sense. Also,
2: the look. Yes, also the look. Not for you. Yeah. But for myself, I'm not walking out be, with yeah. like yeah.
3: You don't want guys pulling over and spanking it while you're walking into the target.
2: I, I don't I, think that. Trust <laughs> me, I, without a bra, I don't think that's happening. Uh,
3: but, but to the point, like of of that that subtle difference. Like I, I know a particular hiking boot that I'll, I'll get. That uh, I, used to, I used to get a brand where my, I felt my ankle was rolling a bit. So I know what you're saying. You want it just so. And when you're wearing something for hours, ha- you've got to have the right
2: perfect fit. And that collar was right. Like, you, wh- whether you're, in, I mean, I guess if you're young and, you yeah. know, in your 20s, you can wear the, whatever you want. But it, comfort is a part of it. Whether you want to be sexy or it's just for comfort for yourself. I go like for it, comfort. It, there as needs as to be a little bit of comfort.
3: My attire should suggest immediately to anyone, I'm all about the comfort. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go to. Hang on, to see, uh, Henry. The
0: Billboard. We're going back to this here <laughs> Oh my God. Hi, Henry. Good morning.
11: All natural, baby. Uh, all natural. natural. Swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so I'm currently looking at the Billboard, sitting in traffic. Oh. And I can confirm she is a brunette. Okay, ah. and it is indeed still there. Okay. Well, it is some darker hair color. I'm kind of distracted. That's yes. all good. Uh, but it is dark. It's and not blonde.
0: is are you as enamored by this model as Casey is?
11: Uh, well, I'm in the middle of three lanes right now kind of sideways. I'm going to Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he
0: flipped
6: the car. Got it. <laughs> oh. Thanks Henry. Appreciate the uh Yeah, she's really pretty. I mean, she, you know, that's that's the other part of it. It's you well, know, that's it's, how they sell them. It's right? Just, yeah, it's her face and and it basically the the billboard ends Right underneath her boobs, okay. so I mean, it's just her face and her boobs. What's and, the pro- What's the product again? Bare Essentials is, I guess that Kathy
3: is that the name brand of the uh- the bra, oh, yeah, the brazier. Okay. So the, <laughs> this, so this particular brazier <laughs> is of a lighter fabric. Is that its big sell? I don't. I guess that, it, I, that it's not. Does it provide ample support for larger I, busted women? I think it. <laughs> I think that's what it
6: is. Um, but just in case you think that we're being or I'm being very sophomoric... You know... Yes. You are. <laughs> yes, I am. But on the other side, have you guys heard of the uh, gray sweatpants season? Have you guys heard about this at all? No, yes. Okay. So, all right. So, Marissa is shaking her head. Yes. So, on the women's side of things, now that we're getting into fall, it is now, quote-unquote, gray sweatpants season where women can look at the contours of a man's genitalia through yeah. the gray sweatpants. Oh, genitalia.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <Marissa>.
9: <laughs> <laughs> not just women. My gay friends follow gray sweatpants uh. on TikTok. Okay. There are all entire streams of gay, gway, gway.
3: Gway, sweatpants. I'm very gay. Let's
9: go follow gay sweatpants.
3: <laughs> I would say that your sweatpants would have to be uh, fairly tight. Uh, sweatpants no. are usually worn loosely, are they not? Uh,
2: that's the whole point. Not it's, the skin. It, not now with the tapered leg. The guy, the sweatpants that the guys are wearing yeah. right now are, are like, meant
3: to accentuate the uh, like almost, genitalia. No, no,
2: no. They're like oh. almost to like legging style for women. Like they're Ooh. that's how tight they're getting. Where is is
0: that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, no, they're they're all pull bump. They're baggy, and so then when they like oh, move baggy. around,
9: it kind of just
0: oh things are swinging. I you know see. Things I things are swinging, gotcha. and it <laughs> kind of
9: just shows you. Are the they
5: shadow. not wearing
0: underwear? Because no. underwear keeps that in uh, in check. check. No underwear. Oh, well, no underwear. underwear. So it's, it's done for a... It's... <laughs> Who the hell... No, Let no, no, guys no, I don't, go it's walking not, no, around with gray sweatpants and no underwear guys, on Because if you not, make a pee-pee, it's going to show up.
5: It's not your world. It's yeah. not, <laughs> okay. it's no, 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 awesome. but but no, no. But, but in
0: case he's not talking about that. I'm not talking about he's, that. He's talking about just people wearing gray sweatpants, not, not the social media, uh, you know, Great. gay guys showing off uh, for other guys. No. Uh, it's say.
6: just regular, everyday wear, and that... Women, women like that, here, here, and I, women like that. Like we're not, uh, yes, Marissa, and, we're not and, talking gray men. <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm just saying that it is. It, it is uh, there
9: are guys that wear gray sweatpants without underwear,
2: and they're. That's, that's not team. what he no. does. No, I don't know. Yeah. All right, hold on, here the the gray sweatpants. It's it's a the whole athleisure thing, right? It, it wraps back around to that. People are wearing gray sweatpants, men and women. It's fall. Like this is this is what they're wearing. If separate of what Marissa is talking about, okay, it, it's just. Yes, like you can see whether they're wearing underwear or not. It's it's started yeah. with what their butt looked like, okay. uh, right? right? And then it went around to the But It looks in the gray sweatpants as opposed to black sweatpants. You can you, for whatever reason you see the contour of it more, and it just makes them look better.
6: Sure. Yeah, I guess maybe there's more shadowing involved with uh with gray sweatpants.
2: Yeah, whatever whatever the yeah the coloring is, mm-hmm. it's the gray sweatpants that show. Either the bulge in the front, or their little bubble butt, or whatever yeah. they got going so on. So
3: okay, so so it provides basically. If we're talking about you, you're talking about getting off on on the, the braless look with mm-hmm. the the, the uh, a woman who appeals to you, this would be sort of the same thing on the other side of the coin, correct?
2: And, and women are finding it attractive. Yeah, uh, like like that's something. Like you know, like you guys were saying, like it's something for us to look look at.
0: Right. Uh, okay, uh, that's interesting because I would never. Wear sweatpants. I mean, I would I would go like wear jeans without underwear on or something yeah. like that. That's got a little bit of a. Uh you know, hold to it, but right. uh, sweatpants,
3: like, you just, you want to you feel locked in place. But even it's yeah. like a race car driver. You want to feel locked in the seat. Yeah.
2: Even if they've got underwear on, like, you, you're still seeing. Their like, dongs uh, are so sure. huge. are what talking say. about the dong. Like, even <laughs> yeah. on the butt, you, you can still right. see Their the contour butts are
3: so perfect. Succulent
6: man-ass. I do remember <laughs> watching the news a few years back where this guy was arrested for dealing drugs, and uh, so they, they had the news footage of him being handcuffed and escorted out of his house. Right. He was wearing gray sweatpants and no shirt. And you should have seen this thing swinging. And even I, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that is ridiculous. I am so turned on. I am so, I am so gray right now. Um, no, I'm, you can't, you, it's there.
3: It's it's in oh, your sure. face. You
6: can't help it. It's the same it's thing
3: face. if someone is very, like, Kathy, if you're, if you're well endowed, uh, you know, and you're going brawless,
5: mm-hmm. it's going to turn
3: heads. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Most definitely. It's not going to go well
0: for you. We should have Gray Sweatpants Day here.
6: On, well, on I saw something, you know, when Mercer was talking about social media, there was some sort of real or, you know, story that I saw on Instagram right. where a woman was making uh, Gray Sweatpants cookies. Yeah. And so what she had done was, that uh, oh you know, did, uh, you didn't see it though, did you? <laughs> no. All right. So the, the shortbread cookie was, you know, the and then she, where the bird would go, uh, she had a candy thing. And then gray, uh, icing over it. And so you saw the bulge. It was, it was really funny, but like, again, it's because of it's Grace wet Pants season. And that's how I found out about it.
9: Uh, I just want to ask really quickly. Did, uh, have you guys mentioned with the bra, no bra day that it's also breast cancer month?
6: Yes. yes. It is attached that to was that? like one of the first things we said. Cool. I
9: just yeah. wanted to ask. See, I missed it. So thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the callback. She's watching
6: TV <laughs> in there. Uh,
0: so yeah, let me go to, uh, let me go to Aaron here. Hey, uh, Aaron, good morning.
9: Hi, how are you? I'm
0: good. What's up, Aaron?
9: Um, I just wanted to comment on the bra thing. So, Kathy was talking about how she takes hers off, like, to work out and change into a sports bra. And I literally, I don't ever, I take mine off to shower, and then I put another one right back <laughs> on. I'm so like, I don't ever go, I mean, I am... I guess well endowed. You would say so. If I don't wear a bra, it's a whole mess for anyone involved. What
2: size bra are you? If you if you don't mind, thirty you...
9: six double D.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's that's yes. I also, completely understand. I you noticing. can't.
9: Yeah. So Isn't
2: like, it more I... comfortable for you to have something on? It, yes,
9: absolutely. Yeah. It's so comfortable, like, physically, but also I can't even imagine leaving the house without a bra on. Like, I would never, never ever. It's yeah. wild to feel, though, that, though that
3: you have, it's almost like, you know, you can't leave your house without your glasses. Like, you, you're, you're tied to this garment, you know? Oh,
9: I can't. I yeah. would never leave the house without it on. So, I literally take it off to shower and then I put another one on. I, if somebody Is
3: there a sleeping bra you use? <laughs>
9: no. Nope all of them.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
9: Sleeping in day bras. It doesn't matter. I mean, because I went on a hunt for the most perfect bra for like, I'm not, I'm not fat. I'm just, you know, I just, Oh, what's the, can you
2: give me, what's your perfect bra? I need to know.
9: So actually, right now I'm still wearing nursing bras because I, I nurse my son. So wow. maternity bras with a little lift and like a little—they have a wire in it, but it's not too uncomfortable, and they hold it up. And uh, yeah, it's just great. They're perfect. So
3: you wear a nursing bra all the time, even if you're not nursing?
9: Well, I still am. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I am. So. All right.
3: All See, right. there's no, there are no Thanks, nursing Aaron. sweatpants, right, okay. Preston? Uh, not that with a little flap that opens up. Oh, that
9: would be a different type of
5: nursing. Yeah, right.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I need need a nurse over here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A hot nurse, preferably. Um, if somebody knocks at my door, I won't answer the door. I'll have to go upstairs, put a bra on, on, and come back downstairs and... Wow. Yeah, and say sorry. Uh, Casey, somebody (laughs)
0: sent
6: a photo of the... Sorry. It was Nick. ...of the
0: Bare Essentials, uh, uh, model, and here she is. And by the way, we're looking at a picture. She's beautiful. But part of it is that bra. She's wearing this black bra uh, with this kind of burgundy material that comes in over the top. That style of bra, those that are a little bit more uh, ornamental Sexism? like that, yeah. uh, Kathy, or, or can be a real turn on. So, I, can I mean, say-
2: yeah. And that one looks. Sorry, Nick, that one looks like that looks comfortable, even though it has a little bit of a sexiness to it. That looks like a comfortable bra. I
3: don't think okay. w- would that work for for pound cakes? Would that... no,
2: that, w- that would work for my pound cakes, I think.
0: Okay, so now, yeah, you wouldn't wear a bra like that unless you intended someone else to see it,
2: right? Oh no, I would. W- I would wear it all the time. The ones that I wear all the time have lace like that.
0: Really? And that's just for you?
2: Nobody uh nobody else
0: sees it. Maybe Bubba? Yeah, will no, it at the it's end just because, because
11: it's. Thanks for coming over, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
5: No,
2: it's just yeah, it's com- it's comfortable to me, like. Even I, though it has some lace on it, it's comfortable. Okay, it yeah. I can see that me the way I like to All be right. supported. The fabric is
4: perhaps a little bit more um, uh, comfortable,
3: right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. maybe
4: you got to check out this shop because the Bear essential uh, billboard that we've, we've been talking about—that that was the photo that I sent over. It's mm-hmm. for a bra shop in Delaware. It's mybearshop.com, dot com. So it's not necessarily for the bra itself. They are advertising. That this bra is bare essentials, oh. and you're supposed to go to this shop in Delaware, and it's uh, their their website. What is it called? Is uh com? Not like B E A R, but, right. but that'd be cool too. R E, yeah, and uh, they also have swimwear. And uh, Casey, maybe they can let us know who that model on the billboard is. Is it for
2: yeah. larger breasted women, Nick? Uh,
4: it's it's for all bra sizes, Kathy. Okay. But but uh, essentially, they uh, <laughs> that's that's Delaware too. Yeah, it says can't. everyone is beautiful. Yep, so, they are.
2: So Very all impressive. bra sizes. Wait, you know what is like ah. a joke and I... Holy
5: mama!
2: <laughs> <laughs> the bear guy! The bear. Wait, what is like an absolute joke for me and probably people like me who have pound cakes? Um, like the little stickies that you can put like around the breast and then pull up. Right. And oh. then stick them up on your chest and it holds your boob up so you could wear a shirt that, you know, where a bra would be seen around.
3: No, what not even close,
5: heck? right?
2: Like the uh-huh. tape laughs at me,
3: right? Like, I believe it. Well, what I you like? I've heard of things like uh, someone was explaining. Maybe it was the Bra Whisper when we had her in here, but like a, like a braza bra, and you know there are certain things, you know. Uh, My wife can get away with a lot more because she's more petite and and smaller chesty. Yeah, like those sticky things
2: might work What might work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. even
3: she is not, she hates the bra. She just hates it.
2: Well, I don't, so does she not wear a bra often? She
3: can do it more often than not, um, you know, because her frame is is smaller, but uh, she she wears them and, and she'll look great with them on or off.
2: I have, so I've got a friend who has tiny boots. Right, yeah. And um she will almost wear like an undershirt, like a kid. And you can get so, away with so that, that the, the right. nips aren't yeah. out, but like she doesn't need to put a bra on. Right.
0: Uh hang on a second, <laughs> I wanna go the bear. <laughs> Kelly's gonna talk about the uh the gray sweatpants for a second though. Right. Hi Kelly, good morning. Hi, good
2: morning
9: Ed. Hey good morning. morning. Ed. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> So, I used to teach high school, and let me tell you, I had one student, especially, who would come into my room every morning, and I'd be sitting at my desk, and he would stand right at my desk, and when I look up, something is eye-leveled, and he would wear sweatpants every single day, and I eventually (laughs) had to have another male teacher have a conversation with him that he was not allowed to stand at my desk in the morning time anymore. Wow. So, he had,
0: (laughs) think he was doing it on purpose, Kelly?
9: No, he just, um, he didn't have a lot of friends. He would come in in the morning and talk to me, but, and I would always ask him to take a seat, but he would never. He would just hover at my desk, and he always wore sweatpants, and it was just, it made me feel so uncomfortable that I had yeah. to have
5: another teacher talk to
3: him. Why don't you, ah. why don't you erase the board with that? Wow.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So very uncomfortable. Yeah, no,
0: All I right. can imagine. Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate it. Uh, I will go next to uh, Justin. Hi there, Justin. Good morning. Yeah, Zeus, guys. Yeah, Zeus, buddy. What's going on?
11: Okay, so back when I lived at home, my mother used to send me to get coffee in the mornings for her. And one time I had just gotten out of the shower, so I figured, you know what? <laughs> I'll just throw on some pajama pants, run out to Wawa, get it. be You know, everything will be fine. So I go to Wawa. I'm shopping around. I'm looking to get some pound cake or something. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I'm, I'm, as I'm grabbing my coffee, I notice something's wrong. There is a little kid pointing at me and i'm like oh whatever you know what? i'm just going to get uh, get my coffee right. well then i know i turn around again there's an old woman looking at me and her eyes are like bouncing as i walk <laughs> and i'm like oh my god they everyone can tell oh my god i put the coffee over myself <laughs> i pay and i run out because i thought i thought i'd be in the treat <laughs> right
3: but not so <laughs> much Were you
11: wearing underwear? No, I decided not to because I just got out of the shower. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was
0: uh, the morning wood arising or something? No, or no, you no. no well endowed. No. Okay, wasn't,
11: it wasn't that. It was as just as I was walking, I thought I was okay. But Swinging like, around, yeah. The I got pointing you. was like red flag number one, and then like the old woman was very you know <laughs> obvious at what she was looking at, and I was like, oh, I, I need look to go. look at the dung on scooter.
4: That's funny. <laughs> All right, thank you, Justin. We got to make this quick because we got a break. What's up next? Real quick, tomorrow we're gonna have intern Donnie, former intern Donnie, on talking about living beyond breast cancer. There's, ah. a, there's a local company called. Anna Ono they oh, make, they're awesome. they make uh, lingerie yeah. and essential um you know, or, uh, undergarments for women who have had breast cancer, so uh yes, this conversation was a little sophomoric but tomorrow we 're going to talk about what it 's like to actually go through breast cancer, uh, so if you didn 't like today 's conversation, tune in tomorrow <laughs> okay, all
0: right, we need to take a break now because we got to stay on time for the uh, money clip, and we 're running out of time for this. It goes to next week, and that 's it, so make sure you stay with us because when we return. We're going to tell you what word might get you $500 for the first time
7: this morning. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant
4: Preston and Steve Show.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre.
0: Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can get a heater tune-up and your spring AC tune-up for just $49 each. You can visit horizonservices.com. Uh, Jared and Chris Owens were excited for their trip to Las Vegas last weekend. It was business as usual at the Lubbock Airport until check-in at the Southwest Airlines counter. The last thing they expected to see was their dog, uh, according to... What? Yeah, yeah, so listen listen what happened here. So uh, they put, uh, according to uh, Jared, he said they put it on the scale, meaning the bag, and this bag is basically like five and a half pounds overweight. Really quickly, we're like, oh, uh, we've got to rearrange some stuff. Opens it up, and literally, there is our dog coming out of my boot. <laughs> coming out of my boot with his head uh, pop, bopping up. Uh, Icky is the family's little bitty chihuahua. Holy hell. Icky had hidden inside of Jared's boot. Jared says, despite their surprise, burrowing is something they expect from Icky. He said, she's the burrower. <laughs> That's what she does. She burrows in clothes. She burrows in, obviously, suitcases now. Uh, Kathy Cook was the employee at the Southwest counter who helped Jared and Christy and offered to watch Icky while the family was gone. And Jared says Southwest Airlines is lucky to have such a wonderful employee. They said she went above and beyond. Never made us feel, you know, like uh, they, they could have turned us in saying we were trying to smuggle our dog to Vegas or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never acted like that. They were extremely gracious. And like I said, she was willing to watch our dog for us while we were gone. Yeah, uh, what are the odds they would smuggle the dog in a boot? Uh, Jared says he is thankful that they were able to find Icky before they had actually boarded the plane. dog would yes, have died. Yes, it would have died, absolutely. Uh, so, Dead dog in a boot. Great uh, end to a story there. Uh, a terrible story. I have a, a few terrible stories for you this morning. An Indian man who used a cobra and a viper to murder his wife has been handed a rare double-life sentence in, which prosec- in what prosecutors have called the rarest of rare cases. Uh, Suraj Kumar uh, set loose a highly venomous Russell's Viper snake on his wife, Uthra, uh, that left her in the hospital for almost two months. And while she recovered at her parents' house, he obtained a cobra from a snake handler and threw it at his sleeping wife. Uh, the bite killed the 25-year-old woman in uh, May of last year.
3: So the first thing, did he do the same thing? Did he throw it on her in bed? I don't know. Okay, Uh, Kumar was hide it in her boot. He was arrested from her. There's a snake in my
0: boot. Uh, Kumar was arrested from his home last year after Uthra's parents raised suspicions, alleging that their daughter was being harassed for more dowry. Uh, the woman's parents said uh, Kumar tried to take control of her property after the death, and on Monday a court wow. held Kumar guilty of murder and poisoning his wife and Ooh. of making an earlier attempt to kill her using a Russell's Viper.
3: All kinds of effed up. Uh, judge.
0: The judge sentenced the convict on Wednesday to two consecutive life sentences but did not accept the prosecution demand for capital punishment considering his age and opportunity to reform.
3: A double life sentence, double yeah. secret life sentence. Uh, Frustrated with her husband's
0: repeated broken promises to care for his prized fish, an Indonesian woman decided to cook his pet, Arowana, to protest against his laziness. The viral TikTok video uh, shared on October 8th with more than 6 million views shows user Mia Koronawan scaling and seasoning the freshwater fish before deep frying it. What did the fish do? She said in the video, my husband kept promising to clean the aquarium after I told him to. I thought it would be delicious if I fried it. If Kathy liked seafood, I could see her <laughs> doing <laughs> it.
3: What happens when he doesn't keep clean the cat box?
0: Uh, ending the 20-second video by uh, crossing her thumb and index finger in a heart gesture, uh, she wrote in an accompanying text, already cooked and ready to eat. Uh, in the comments, people were shocked at her actions, with some leaving messages of support for her husband's loss. In subsequent videos, responding to comments... Uh she said that her husband is looking to buy another arowana uh arowana and has uh forgiven her for killing his pet fish.
3: Hey, I forgave you.
0: <laughs> uh the uh Asian arowana or commonly named as dragonfish, is a prize is prized as a symbol of wealth and prosperity in countries such as China and Japan.
3: You notice it's not the uh symbol for a good marriage. No. Uh a Danish man who is in custody in Norway suspected of bow and arrow attacks. Yeah. On a small town that killed five people. When I saw that, that death tally, I'm like, how the hell was he? Is it, I mean, just running
0: around pulling arrows off? I don't know what the story, Steve. If he was hiding out in one spot and doing it, I'm, I'm not
3: sure. I mean, they said he was at it for like over an hour, right? Yeah, he
0: wounded two others. Uh, he is a Muslim convert who had previously been flagged as having been radicalized, police said yesterday. Uh, the victims were four women and one man between the ages of 50 and 70. The man is suspected of having shot at people in a number of locations. So he now. was moving from spot to spot in the town of Kongsburg on Wednesday evening. Several of the victims were in a supermarket. Uh, the suspect also used some, other we- used some other weapons. There was a confrontation between officers and the assailant in connection with the arrest, police said, but gave no details. Uh, police said officers responding to the incident were also shot at with arrows, and the suspect is being held on preliminary charges. That is messed up. I have other messed up stories. I don't want to go to those right now. Let's All right. Let's end with a, a happy one. This is a, this is a really great story. Um, a year ago, uh, young Naomi Pascal lost her favorite toy, Teddy, while hiking with her family on Hidden Lake Trail in Glacier National Park. Uh, Naomi's dad, Ben, said that uh, Teddy was no average bear, holding deep significance to Naomi as he was the first gift she received from her new family before being adopted from an Ethiopian orphanage in 2016. Uh, After a big snowstorm, Glacier National Park Ranger Tom Mazzurrizi stumbled upon Teddy while out on patrol. He said, on our way up, I noticed this little teddy bear kind of with uh, snow melting off of it a little bit off the trail. Uh, Despite being weathered from the storm, Ranger Mazzurrizi decided to hold on to Teddy and placed him on his patrol car dashboard, Uh. dignifying Teddy with his vehicle's unofficial as his vehicle's unofficial mascot. A uh, perfect little spot, he said. Sat upright looking out the front windshield. And for close to a year, uh, he had Teddy at that right spot on his dashboard, helping keep a watchful eye for bears and other wildlife. And fast forward to last week, a family friend of the Pascals happened to be hiking in Glacier National Park and noticed Teddy sitting on a patrol car dashboard. What are the odds? Yeah, Ben said uh, they just happened upon this Ranger truck randomly. And her niece saw Teddy in the dashboard, and they texted the picture of Teddy to my wife, Addie, and said, is this the bear? And she's like, yes. Soon after, Ben and Addie broke the news to Naomi that Teddy was coming home. And a few days later, Teddy was uh, express mailed to the Pascal family home in Jackson, Wyoming, back in Naomi's loving arms where he belongs. Let
3: me clean it first. I've had my way with it a few
0: times. Oh, no. um, apparently she was uh, jumping up and down. She was so that's excited. That's awesome. Uh, Ranger uh, Mazzurici said that he was more than happy to keep Teddy company this last year and he hopes to meet Naomi in person one day for a Teddy reunion back in Glacier National
3: Think Park. of the math on that. What are the odds? Yep, that's awesome. I love it.
0: Alright, there you go. That's the what I got in the Bazaar. That was a happy one. You. Thank you. I, I like that.
6: All right, so... Um, you know what? Let's uh, just remind people of that real quick.
0: Oh, yes. You're right, Casey. So you have a little under three minutes. or wrap about three minutes to enter the word tune. It is the MMR money clip. Uh, so make sure you get that until 15 minutes after the hour. Um, we want you to win that $500. It's sponsored by Horizon Services, by the way. All right. Uh, big event is coming up. Oh, i wondering what we're playing. Walking on sunshine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And we love to promote this event. It's been going on for ages and still continues to do so. It'll be this Sunday, and I think Sunday is looking like fine fall weather. It is. Mostly sunny skies, 63 degrees. Perfect. It's going to be perfect for you to get out for the Philadelphia AIDS Walk. Please welcome our friend Rob Riker to the show.
13: Good morning, Rob good morning how are you
0: we're doing good it's nice to have you on once again it is always great to see that the forecast is favorable leading into this event is it not
13: well, <clears throat> that always makes me happy and takes a little bit of stress
0: off. <laughs> right yeah just <laughs> a bit just a tiny bit uh, yeah. more because you've got so, yeah. an event that is uh involving thousands and thousands of people and rob i always mess it up and when i introduce you guys uh to come on and promote this i always say oh it's been going on for years and years how many what number is it this year
13: We are having our 35th annual walk. So yes, uh, 35 years. uh, The epidemic continues uh, to uh, have a huge impact in our community. There's 27,000 people living with HIV in the region, and you know, so we continue to walk. Um, The walk uh, helps us to raise awareness that the epidemic is. Continuing to exist in our community, but most importantly, we raise funds to support the most vulnerable people living with HIV. So, well,
3: he, um, y- y- the thing is, is that uh, it, there have been great inroads made on it, but there are things also that still remain to be done, and people dealing with different requirements, and uh, and and that goes on. So, so uh, and the work that you guys do is is used to such great effect. It, it's got to be. Uh, encouraging, but also, you you know, you want to make sure that people are aware that there's still more to be done and still more that needs to be funded.
13: Exactly. Um, You know, the progress we may have made is encouraging. Um, Certainly, we can help people to live a long and healthy life with HIV today uh, if they have access to treatments and are able to maintain those treatments. Right. And our role in this is that we provide emergency financial assistance uh, to people living with HIV when their financial uh, situation could become a financial crisis and it could turn into a health crisis uh-huh. um so keeping them in their housing when they fall behind on their rent um or keeping their utilities on uh, sometimes you know there's oftentimes people are living with multiple things so hiv and diabetes and then their refrigerator dies and they need help getting a refrigerator to keep their insulin in so you know these these issues that come up in people's lives that could become a crisis and impact their health. Um, And we don't want to do that. We want people to stay in care because people who are living with HIV and have their virus to undetectable levels through the medical treatments will not pass the virus on to others.
3: Right, right. You know, the event itself is a lot of, uh, it's just a lot of fun. You have, I assume you have all your, your comp, will there be, uh, anything that's different because of the of, uh, restrictions or are we back to full vigor?
13: Sure. Um, well, we will be requiring all of our participants to wear masks while they're at the event. Um, and uh, but, you know, we'll be having many of our traditions. We'll have our reading of the names uh, to open the day to remember those who've lost the epidemic. We'll have the AIDS Memorial quilt again this year. Um, to uh, that memorializes people lost to the epidemic and is, you know, the world's largest community arts project. Um, and we'll have our 5K walk uh, out on Martin Luther King Drive. Uh, so it's going to be a beautiful fall day. So we'll have many of the things but we are asking uh, and requiring that people do wear a mask uh, while attending the event.
0: Uh, you know what, Rob? One of the things I wanted to uh, point out and uh, is how... Um, this still impacts people, and by the way, you know when I'm talking about AIDS yes, we, we yeah. had uh, a few years ago we um uh uh were given an award at the AIDS fund it was this great event yeah. and Rob you were there and and uh um when you got up and, and spoke uh and talked about the people uh, that that have lost uh, the battle to this disease, you're a guy who's been involved in this for decades, and to see you get as emotional as you did and choked up as you did. Uh, really hit uh, struck a chord with me i'm like, man, this guy yeah. you would think you'd be desensitized to it because you 've been around so this you know for such an amount of time, but it still affects you uh, that strongly and I just said that made an impact uh, to me and and so you guys put your heart and soul into all of this
13: well, um, thank you. We are very passionate about our work. Um, it is uh, a labor of love um, you know people. Uh, we have the ability to end this epidemic. Yeah. We just have to have the will to do it, um, and that's our goal: is getting to zero—zero zero new infections, zero deaths, and zero stigma. And you know, our, our motto at AIDS Fund is "until it's over." Um, and we're—you know—we're fighting for that. We keep getting a little bit closer, um, but um, we still have work to do, and right. we're not giving up this fight until. Um, that work is done. Oh, so, are I we going
3: to get the uh, the stretching session? Is Pierre going to uh, oversee that?
13: <laughs> yes, Pierre will be out there uh, doing his aerobic warm up. Yes, uh, what a great opportunity <laughs> it- for everybody to see Pierre doing um, oh. uh, at eight a.m. Um, so, 8 by
3: eight a.m., you mean it starts <laughs> promptly at eleven a.m. Rob, what time did you tell him that it
13: started? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, you know, we, we reserve a space in the parking lot. <laughs> so, um... That's not a lie. I know. We love Pierre. He's been there since the beginning. He is there every year, and um, I can't wait to see him. It's been um, uh, too long. Uh, obviously, last year was virtual, um, and we're excited to be back in person and see all of our friends um, in person this year out there to raise funds for, you know, people living with HIV in our community. Excellent.
0: You guys do amazing work. AIDSWalkPhilly.org uh, to get yourself uh, registered to donate, to help, to volunteer, whatever you want to do, you can do it through that. So I'm sure it's going to be a great one, Rob. Uh, congratulations. Continue success and keep going until it's over, man. It's awesome. All right. Thank
13: you so much.
0: You bet. All right. AIDS Walk this weekend, guys, on Sunday. And like I said, it's looking like 63 degrees and uh, partly cloudy skies. That's autumn, Actually, mostly sunny skies. That's perfect. Mostly cloudy, sunny skies. Mostly cloudy, sunny skies. (laughs) Uh, But it's going to be excellent. All right. We're going to take a break, my friend. We're going to come back in just a moment. And uh, don't forget, uh, we're getting close to the end of the Money Clips. It's next Friday. It's, It's a week from tomorrow, so don't miss each opportunity. We'll be back in a second.
7: The Preston and Steve, small business, love you, help you live.
9: Dad Dukes, this is Bridget from the Pet Away Pursuit Foundation. We are a nonprofit maternal wellness agency in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. We provide doula and lactation services to expectant and postpartum moms to receive Medicaid. Help us bring in the holiday season as we strive to provide 50 of the families we serve with Thanksgiving dinner baskets. We are in need of canned goods, box stuffing, beverages, and gift cards. We are also accepting monetary donations via Venmo and debit or credit cards. For a full list of ways to donate, visit petawaypursuitfoundation.org. Next message. Hey, Preston and Steve fans. This is Chris from Simple Start Nutrition. If you need some help eating a little healthier, check out Simple Start Nutrition. My co-founder, Amanda, and I are registered dietitians from Philadelphia, offering one-on-one virtual nutrition counseling to help you create personalized nutrition plans. Check out simplestartnutrition.com. Email us at info at simplestartnutrition.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook under Simple Start Nutrition. Thanks, and have a great morning.
7: The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.
0: Hey, we going to do a couple of shout-outs real quick. Yeah. Uh, I got this email. It is from Brittany Becker, and it says, uh, Just got engaged on Saturday the 9th. To my now fiance Joe, and I've mentioned to you before that we are escape room fanatics, and have done over one hundred escape rooms. Wow, wow! We we totaled ours up with my family a couple of about a month ago or so. We did one. We we think that was our fortieth one. Okay, uh, we've done sixty more to go. There, we got a ways to go to beat these guys. Uh, She said it was what brought us closer together in our relationship, and we've done many here in uh, Philly, to New Jersey, New York, Boston, even Vegas. Could you please give a juicy shout-out to my fiancé, Joe, and the amazing escape game, King of Prussia, for making the proposal Everything I Dreamed Of? That's where I sent you, Nick, for your son's birthday. So much! That's my favorite one. That's the best one I've done so far. It's, it's probably the best one in Wait, the area. Wait, which one? Uh, it's called uh, the amazing escape game. It's at the King of Prussia Mall. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of great ones. I love Expedition Escape and <laughs> Mystery Escape Room and uh,
3: what's one? What's, the, what's Randy's? Uh, the Coving, Bates? Covent, uh, Coventry. What's that? What's the Bates? Uh, Randy Bates is uh,
6: well, they have a... Well, co- they have one that's in Westchester and then they have mobile escape rooms. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Is
2: there one that I can do with a group of kids? Like that yeah, yes. no adults okay. would be taking? Expedition
0: or? Escape yeah. has one called The List and it's made specifically for kids. Okay, perfect. So, take a look at Thank that you.
6: one. Impressed? Do you even fail anymore? Uh we haven't not escaped in a long time. Okay. A long time. I've never escaped. Oh really? I've only <laughs> done two. But I've never escaped. You got to go with us. <laughs>
0: uh so she says, "I know Joe put a lot of work into it and those guys at uh, KOP did a fantastic job as well. When I say I was surprised, I really was surprised. Thank you from the future Mrs. Brittany Stampone. Hmm. Still Becker for now." Uh so here's a shout out to you guys. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Uh, Then I have a uh, a butt plug, if you will. Uh, This one is from the Joy of Socks.
4: The Joy of Socks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, We've mentioned these guys before. Yeah, I've done some work with them in the past.
0: Uh, They have an event coming up, by the way, on Friday the 22nd. They're doing a sock drop-off tailgate. Yeah. (laughs) And it will be from 4 to 7 p.m. in Phoenixville. Uh, and by the way, I got this email from uh, Michelle Jeffrey Rossi, whose title is Board Secretary and Chief Sock Maven of the Joy of Socks. And you, may, you can make uh, monetary donations. Uh, you can uh, purchase online and ship directly to the Joy of Socks. Wow. Uh, visit Amazon Smiles Charities. Uh, so, uh, they are looking to get 11,000 pairs of socks. It's their Socktober goal <laughs> of 2021.
4: Yeah, they need socks in homeless shelters and uh, yes. and, you know, and uh, socks and underwear. And so, Joy of Socks is a great organization that's local. The information's up on the community page at presidentsteve.com if you need uh, to find out where those donation uh, boxes are and stuff like that. And
0: yeah, tjos.org, the joy of socks, tjos.org, if you'd like to contribute. Oh, my God, the butt plugs, the full theme. Yeah. But, plug, but plug, but plug, but plug. Here's some butt plugs
7: loaded up with beats and info, man. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug,
0: butt
4: plug, butt plug. Yay!
0: And there it is. Kids love the butt plugs. Thank you, Max, for that song, by the way. Can I
4: do a quick shout-out
0: as well? This is uh,
4: for Hank Filer. Uh, He uh, unfortunately passed away, but uh, the the family at Frolics Farm, where I did an appearance a couple weeks ago, just wanted to send some love out his way. Uh, He was a, a retired doctor from Doylestown Hospital. And uh, apparently just uh, everybody loved the guy. He was a worldly-known good guy. Oh. Yeah. worldly-known. Yeah, so this is for Hank and his family and everybody at Frolics Farm.
0: Hey, I uh, wanted to mention this. Nick uh, passed this video on to me yesterday, and it's uh, he was like, you know, everybody has been, and you were talking about it this morning, Steve, that uh, everybody's getting caught up in this uh, actor. His name is uh, Jim Costa. He's an impressionist. And he made a video of him acting out a scene as Robin Williams. uh when he was uh, on Mork and Mindy back in the 1980s, it right. was behind-the-scenes, uh, you know, dramatic re-en- re-encounter of what may have happened when he found out John Belushi had died. Right, it looked like a clip for a movie that yeah. they were
3: um, sort of giving a, a, a teaser of, but it's and, not. It's not. It's just kind of like a, a like a five-minute scene study, and it the yeah. Now I was reading about it. You have had a massive swell of people saying they're blown away. Mm-hmm. So the question is: is was this hung out there the way Ryan Reynolds years ago hung out that little t- Deadpool clip that ended yeah. up, you know, causing the movie to be made? Uh, uh, and that's that's what the the belief is because um, uh, you know people are just uh, are are raving about it. So it's that, well, it's that five minute scene where he Pam Dawber comes in, an, an actress playing Pam Dawber, and uh, tells him about Belushi oding at the uh, hotel and. What's interesting is uh, obviously his his voice is spot on. He's got yes. Robin Down
0: Pat, but yeah. his mannerisms, down to the tiniest bit of little lip quiver yep. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> or, or the way his yeah. his hand gestures. Yeah. Little, I mean, just itty bitty movements. Yeah, his breathing, or the amount that he even opens his mouth yeah. at certain times to express himself are so spot on. Robin Williams. Yeah. He does. He, he looks close to him. Uh, He's close and, enough in yeah. his appearance. Close enough. But the movements of his face, and that's what always blows me away about a great actor, is not necessarily um, what they're saying, how they're saying it, but the but how they are aware of their facial movements. Yeah, you know, because they stare in front of a mirror for a long, long time and get used to that sensation. Because you can make a face and you think you're doing some type of a, of a um, making some type of a, a face, if you will. Right. Uh, gesture uh, with your face, but when you see it and you're able to, okay, that's what this feels like, and you fine-tune it that much,
3: it's an amazing well, talent. Yeah, when you're you're basically running 30 or 40 different apps at the same time, because you're, mm-hmm. okay, what am I doing with my eyes? What am I doing with, you know, with my yeah. hands, and, and how's my voice, and, and, you know, how am I metering my my cadence? It's all working at the same I'll play, time. I'll play a little clip here yeah. in a second. Well, there was one point in, uh, mm-hmm.
6: in press, you had even, uh, you would stop and said, wow, that was... This guy being Robin Williams doing a Sean Connery impression. So yeah, yeah. So, like so
0: at, at 30 a point, different he, layers. he does a little James Bond, Sean Connery impression. I'm like, he's doing, the, the actor is doing yeah. an impression of Robin Williams, doing an impression. I'm always fascinated when right. people can mm-hmm. do that, when they can layer those impressions like that. So uh, we'll play a little bit of this in case you haven't seen it. It's called Robin Test Footage Scene, uh, and you can find that on YouTube. I'm
6: calling Orson. Come here, Orson. He's practicing Robin. his life. I gotta try another thing here. More calling, Orson. Come in, your fatitude. Molo? Hello, Austin. Falling asleep on the job again, Molo? No, your immenseness. Just, uh, working on my report on dreams. (laughs) Dreams? Well, dreams are a beautiful aspect of human culture. In fact, it happens when you're at night, and you close your eyes, and all kinds of images happen, and it's really bizarre. Well, let's try this one. Well, it depends on all you ask. If you ask Cinderella, she
10: might sing it to you and say... a
5: dream is a wish your heart... Robin! Dobbs? It's about that fart earlier. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it won't happen again.
2: <laughs> what? John Belushi died last night. What?
9: They found him in his bungalow this morning? No.
5: I told
6: you I was with him.
0: John's not dead. I was with him last night, uh, and it continues on. and it's it it's just you can hear it. Sounds like him completely, even just lightly when like he hits the, the yeah. t at the end of what you know. He kind of uh, he's just it's every bit of the detail is is uh, is right in there. Wow! So I, I pulled up uh, another video that I saw next to it uh, with this guy in it, and uh, it goes. It was like a movie impression game yeah. that he was playing, and he does. Uh, he does a couple of other ones. He does a uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, which sure. obviously is a riff on Robin Williams. But he does one of Michael Douglas. I've never heard of Michael Douglas. No,
3: neither have I. I, I would like to
0: hear that. Oh my God, yes. Marissa, it's right next to that, and uh, I think it's the. It might be the last impression that he does. It's called um, Movie Impression Guessing Game with Jamie Costa. If you can find that, because I was like, it took me a second because they weren't. You were, you were supposed to guess the movie line that he's doing, and not the character that he's doing. They're giving a movie line as read by another character. And I'm, I'm like, who is it? And I'm like, oh, my God, this Michael Douglas. It's like when Jay Farrow started doing um, Denzel Washington. Right, right. Nobody had done a Denzel impression heard before, it, and you're yeah. like, oh, wow. I know this voice. That's a really, <laughs> yeah. that's an easy one once you hear somebody else do it. You know, you're like, yeah, that begs itself for that. So,
3: but right now it has, you know, three million plus views on it. Yeah. And the question is, so how does this get parlayed? Right. Do, do they, do, does this have a movie company or a Netflix or an Amazon fund a Robin Williams biopic? With him as the, uh, you know, because it was directed by someone, it was written by someone. Uh, there You already have, have an actress who's playing Pam Dauber as part of the sequence. Yeah. You know, is, is, is this the way you go with this?
0: Yeah. I would think that that definitely, I mean, of course, and his life lends itself yeah. to a movie. No
3: question. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially with at the end when oh. a lot of people are left confused by the, um, uh, the the syndrome that he had, the... Uh, Louis body Lewy dementia. body just dementia. Yeah, yeah uh, which is a, a, a thing that a lot of people don't understand and, and what he was going through, but... Again, for all the time that he was spreading, uh, you know, a lot of laughter. We had him. We got to interview him. remember that oh, one time, and I, and I still say one of my biggest joys was making him laugh oh, during the God. interview.
0: Mm. That was so yeah. cool. That was so cool. We got <laughs> to ask him about Death to Smoochie, yeah. which my God, if you've never seen that movie, he's <laughs> great. Oh, he's great. Wow. So yeah, this guy I was not familiar with him. Uh, Jamie Costa. Yeah, uh, is his name, and uh, yeah, I guess he. This is out on his own. A uh, personal YouTube page. Uh, it, it,
3: sometimes uh, these things will click and rise up. Ab- I mean, if you if you start wrapping your mind around the the amount of content that is uploaded daily uh, around the world, yeah. mm-hmm. that something can still pierce through right. and get this much attention. There is a woman on TikTok who does rapid fire impressions. Uh, and she is excellent. Right. Um, so she does some that are excellent and some that are just fun and funny. But she's starting to get traction. It's, it's wild to see these things with all this massive stuff coming through that somehow this gets picked out.
6: Well, I also like the the message that it just so, sort of sends out to the world that, like, listen, sometimes you can't wait for somebody to hand you something or give you something or give you an opportunity to right. do something. You just got to take it and, and, and create it for yourself. And, you know, essentially that's what, that's what he's doing did. right yep. now.
0: Yeah. All right, so here, this is him playing this uh, impression game, and he's there are two guys that are that are trying to buzz in with the answer of what movie is this line from being read by a character that is not in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And listen to this Michael Douglas impersonation.
6: Hiya, pal. You see the salt on this pretzel? Look at the stars. Some people, they say the stars are billions and billions of tons of hot gas.
0: But I think maybe... Maybe it's just God's salt, and God's just wanting to eat us. <laughs> That's not bad. That's right. wow. Yeah, he, he definitely buttons.
3: has that. That's a, a little bit of Wall Street in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What nice. movie is that? I don't
0: know, and I forgot. <laughs> I meant to have Marissa get the answer, but uh, Marissa uh, what?
3: What was it?
5: You can hardly wait. Can ah.
3: hardly. Wow. Never saw it. Okay. What? Okay. So Michael Douglas was not in "Can't Hardly Wait." He was quoting movies that were not his own.
0: Yes. <laughs> and
3: I never saw "Clueless."
0: No, yes. it's There's "Clueless." Few movies from the '90s. That's that that the one you seen.
9: need to watch. "Can't Hardly Wait." You can live without. "Clueless",
0: Clueless is the perfect movie. Yes. You okay. to watch. "Can't, watch. Can't watch. Hardly Wait" was uh, "Love," Jennifer Love Hewitt. Right? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Lacey okay. Chabert. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: I loved that one. Did, that that are movie. Are you a Clueless fan no, though? No, no, really? No, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever. But I mean, I know there was more, you know, hype around Clueless. Um, but I loved that. Can't hardly wait.
0: Well, listen. Uh, since we're talking about movies, uh, yesterday as well, uh, they released the final uh, trailers for the uh, trailer for the Beatles Get Back, uh, the Peter Jackson
3: with the, with the oh, date, the date it's going to debut. Yeah, it is so
0: good. I actually got a little teared up while I was watching. Yeah, I saw these guys. These four guys. Writing songs and having fun, and it was you know, it was at the tail end of the band, and the original Let It Be movie was just not a fun journey at
5: all.
3: It, now the, it's a well-made movie, but we have been left with the impression that it was a arduous, you know, task, and they were dragged in there. They were doing it, but it was n- always unpleasant, never fun, never that creative, and uh, it, it it apparently was, yeah. Yeah, it was way more than what we were led to believe by the "Let It Be" documentary. Uh, it's going
0: to come out uh, November twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh. Okay, uh, so it's is it a three? It's a three part series. It's a six part documentary, oh, wow. and it'll, it'll roll out over three days. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, each of the three episodes is approximately two hours in length. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. Six-part documentary, each of the three episodes, it says. Three episodes are two hours apiece, so six hours. Uh, but it says six-part documentary. So it's 61 hours spread over <laughs> so 71 maybe episodes. Six one-part yeah. episodes. And then they included
3: Ted Lasso episode as well. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a bonus yeah, yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso episode in there, <laughs> no? too. He's so. got a funny
0: mustache. Uh, I'm really excited uh, about seeing that. It's, uh, that should be pretty awesome. And... The way they've cleaned up the video, is
3: yes. so
0: crystal clear.
3: Did you ever see uh, Peter Jackson's World War One documentary? No, I, I mean, what they—that uh, footage is obviously from a much earlier time, and they made it look spectacular. This is from, you know, the the the, the late '60s, early '70s. What they've been able to do is astonishing.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah. and they they show there's scenes in there where uh, they're writing uh, the song "Get Back" and. Uh, yeah, Paul's uh going uh, Joe, do you, man from Tucson, Arizona. Mm. Like, he hasn't finished yeah, the words, yeah. he's got the melody, he's got the music behind it, and uh, and then Ringo's like throwing out lines where you could say, Never will forget his past, you know, or something yeah. like that. There, it's the formative. Moments of these songs, these iconic songs coming to life right in front
4: of you. Right. It's really cool. Really impressive. We mentioned it when Andre Gardner stopped by a few weeks ago. But the fact that they're able to still cull so much content from the Beatles. You would have been a band that was together for less than a decade. You know, it's just you look at what the Stones have done and the length of the Stones' career is really impressive. But there's a lot more material there just because of the amount of time. But the Beatles were still getting new material out of it and movies like this. With the...
3: Amount of fans globally who you figure have been picking through every possible
0: right? artifact, yeah. Yeah. it still keeps generating. There's a part in it where John and, and Paul are sitting down talking to each other and, and Paul's like, look, we gotta get fourteen songs together. He goes, and how many do we have together that are usable at this point? And John just goes, None. I mean it's like them talking yeah. about very
3: practical things. Going, yeah. Okay, yeah, we gotta we gotta hunger. Oh, I now. have to ask you a question. Is it vice versa? Or vice versa.
6: <laughs> 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 I'm confused.
3: Uh, I don't know. Who's
5: uh, of
6: <laughs> I just glad we
3: had this talk.
6: Yeah. I just like seeing these people as they are, not yeah. as not as a uh, like part of an interview. Who you know? Listen, when you see them in interviews, that is them,
3: but it's not really them.
6: Like because it's, there's
3: a, they're aware of a camera, yeah, and it's not. But but it is closer to what you figure. You know,
6: at a certain point, you forget that the cameras are on. Right? Yeah. Like we have cameras here in the studio. Sometimes we realize that they're on and would then you I'm... like to see my Robin Williams impression. <laughs> 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 Wait. That's,
0: that's Ugh. John? Yeah. That's Steve's impression of John doing an impression of Robin Williams. from uh, <laughs> How do I sound? <laughs> you I, sound I, like
10: John. I, I don't to know see. that too. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, all right. I, let, get, Wait. work with on. me here. <laughs> let Paul try it.
3: All right. All right. Um uh, Mork for mork, nanu nanu, pixie booty booty boo. -boo. That's good. Spaceships.
4: (laughs) Things with my fingers. Paul, you just sound like you. (laughs) Not really.
6: (laughs) Like to see Steve doing an impression of Robin Williams doing an impression of Sean Connery. <laughs> Steve do
5: it's, an already right it's already it's been done. It's already been done.
3: Come on! Yeah, I'm creating my own legend I'm here. Done. Does anybody? Do you guys do?
0: Is anybody here do a decent impression of anything? Steve does all the impressions Do any of anything. You guys, I've never been able to do them. No. I've never been able to do them.
2: I think in my head it's good, and then it, when it comes out of oh, my mouth, you I'm like, it? "What? Who is that?" Yeah.
3: When you when you hear people who are are like this, just Jamie, uh, whatever's name. Was, was when they're they're at that level <laughs> of of a they're they're tuned in. I hit probably in the. 50% range of my you're, impression. You're, you're enough uh, to go, uh, I know who you're doing. I know who you're doing. Yeah. When you get someone who's like, you're like, oh, my
4: God. Or like Caliendo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh oh with God. Al Pacino and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just dead on. And what Caliendo and Jamie Costa do is they make those impressions their own. What I end up doing is impressions of other people's impressions. Totally. You know, so right. like yeah. John Brazier tells our fun, uh, uh, fun and games director of the Phillies, tells a funny story about ha- uh, Harry Callis. Yeah. I end up doing my impression of my impression of Harry Callis is John's impression of Harry Callis. You know okay. so it doesn't it oh, maybe sounds remotely like Harry but it's I'm not really doing my own impression of Harry Callis. Their impressions I've discovered myself and have and have been
3: able to hit what other impressionists have have found and then like I always tell Craig Gass I've completely lifted his gene Yeah. Simmons oh, yeah. And, and and always give him credit. I mean that I heard him do it, and I go, "Oh, yeah, that's how, that's you, how do it. you do it." Yeah, yeah. It's my... like when, when everybody
0: started doing the uh, Christopher Walken thing. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. That was taken off of somebody
3: else doing an impression. Jay of it. Moore was the first person yes. I heard do do a really good Christopher Walken.
0: Yeah. I
2: think my Bill Weston is really the only impression I can do. That's um, here, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when, uh, Romano. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello. That's uncanny. Why do you have those you pound cakes on your chest?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you opening up a bakery? Uh, what uh, is it? that? <laughs> we didn't roast yeah. those things. With a little bigger. bit of powdered sugar. You look, bigger. Are you on
4: your period? <laughs> <laughs> if you look big. Are you on your period?
0: But
2: like, that's the only impression. If I do uh, it, yeah. you guys would know who I was. Yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what
4: I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve, one of the more recent ones you developed, um, and I think it's pu- purely you doing it, is Gandalf. Right. I don't, oh my god! And I don't, I don't think you're, ta- my- you're taking anybody else's that's Ian right. McKellen. No, <laughs> you're talking about this.
3: Yes. I was watching... I heard somebody do it, but I had started doing it at about the same time as a young man who looks completely like, almost like Rick Astley. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's the guy who did uh, uh, Fresh Prince of
0: Bel-Air. Yes.
3: And and, And and I flirted with it, and he kind of defined the edges of it, and then uh, now it's become wake up, Preston. It's time to go to work.
0: I love being woken up by Gandalf.
3: (laughs) You need to entertain the people of Philadelphia.
0: It's the absolute best. It's right.
3: Uh,
6: back before I hit puberty, I used to be able to do a Gonzo impression from Muppet Babies, not the Gonzo from uh, the, Muppet the Show. actual Muppets. No, but it was Muppet Babies. But then my, my balls dropped and I couldn't do it. Anyway. You
1: could Your do it. balls dropped. <laughs> you had more resonance in your voice.
0: Remind me of, of uh, Gonzo's style I, I I remember I, I vaguely remember. My name is Miss Piggy. <laughs> It's, is like a, it,
6: it. <laughs> it's like uh, It's kind of like
0: Pituation.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in college, I did Alpha. There's
5: like a Rocky impression. <laughs> I guess I don't hear it.
6: That's the perfect example. Yeah. Pituation thinks he's doing
0: Rocky. <laughs> it it
5: sounds is, like God's It's horrible.
0: <laughs> I hate yeah. it when people do try to, <laughs> People try to pull off an impression, and they actually think they're doing a decent impression oh of it. And, I, and I'm not talking about... Uh, people on stage, professionals yeah. or, or, or
6: you know, comedians or anything like these are like people you know. Yes. You know, who do their impression
0: <laughs> and it's just not good.
6: So when I was um I did this uh remote thing with uh, Cuervo and they hi- and so I was in Cuervo Nation and they basically they hired models yeah. to spend the weekend with you and serve you margaritas in Cuervo. Right, re- right. This girl was just beyond gorgeous. And she got me on this this boat and she said, Oh, I can do a Mike Tyson impersonation. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And and then she did it. And then and and it wasn't good. It she just spoke with a lisp and that was it. Yeah. She did it for like ten minutes straight. Oh, and God. I'm just looking at I'm stop like, stop
5: it. It. Oh so fun. Please stop. Oh, it, it
6: was just <laughs> awkward. <is> slowing down. <laughs> Uh, you, you, want,
0: you want to see if anybody listening thinks they do a good impression? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah 215-263-WMMR uh, We we can judge you. We'll be the panel.
5: We'll judge And you. we're let, very generous. We'll
0: let you know. Well, not really. Because, listen, you it's should. Hard. we shouldn't make you go on doing a bad impression. I if think you think we, you're doing a good impression, we, we might be doing you a favor. Well, actually, it might be kind of fun. Chris <laughs> and Steve on doing said better. I do a
3: great Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so give us a call and let's see let's see if you can try it out uh i, I when I was <laughs> younger used to try to pull off um Christopher Lloyd uh as Reverend Jim yeah, right the uh, um, come. Come. Uh, what do you want me to do uh, I can't do it you're, you're, I, that's kind of in the ballpark um don Okie hey <laughs> and then he was then uh, pretty much, it. yeah. Okay. Hey, I do a Reverend Jim. Hokey okay. Dokey. Okay, yeah. and more. No, that's all that's I got. I,
3: I just do the one. That I was, I was just, all I do, do with... I do two-word Jim, <laughs> Reverend Jim. Hokey Dokey. Yeah. With Alf. All I do Alf. <laughs>
6: is... <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. Alf. I'm Alf. Willie! That's all... You're right. a geek. Ha! And that's <laughs> that all that. I could do. I couldn't <laughs> say anything else except for that.
4: I love and i don't know if i want to do it on the radio but if yes, you do oh, at home. You, yeah. i love doing harrison ford that, cuz that's <laughs> oh, just yeah, a growl it and it, do, it always comes back to she was my wife yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you but you can like you just have to slow the growl down when you do it can you say good you can be a lifeline for the most vulnerable people living with hiv by by donating or participating in AIDS walk philly that's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. it's not bad at all. It's yeah. not good. It's not easy. Oh, it's, you, I tell you what, it's not easy to do it with Steve in the room because yeah. like, Steve is a master at it. And no, so... I'm
3: not. No, I'm very forgiving. It's hard,
4: especially if you're... No, tongue... I'm telling you it's not easy to do it with yes. Steve in the room. It's, it's really not. <laughs> okay. If your tone doesn't
3: sit... Like, for example, one person that I think I do that, that and I, there's a couple, but one that is spot on is James Mason. Yes. That's a good one to do because a good not role. a lot of people remember what James Mason sounded like. <laughs> I would like to be able to do a, a good
0: Roy Kent, but I think it would hurt my throat too much to try and do it. The growling hurts.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
0: you gotta
4: curse, James, got to curse, though. You've got to curse. It's a little whisper, too. <laughs> Jamie Todd's a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Tart has a hard accent, the
5: yeah, way he oh, speaks.
4: Yeah. I
6: forgot well, that's what, a dialect what, what that yeah. dialect
0: is called, but yeah, it's like Manchester. instead of baby,
4: he says baby.
0: Yeah. Baby. And uh and Kayla. Yeah. 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 I do
6: a good Batman impersonation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: Jesus. Oh, me. Do you do a good
0: Batman impression? Well, that's Superman.
6: Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, I've been working man. on it. Right. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Let's try this out. Oh, yeah. We'll see All how right. we go here. I got Jim on the line. Hey, Jim, good morning.
13: Hey, good morning. How are you guys?
0: Good, Jim. So you do a fairly decent impression.
13: I can do
8: Elmo perfectly. Oh my yeah,
0: god, that's good. an excellent that's one. That's, that's pretty. That's really yeah. good. Yeah,
13: that's a good one.
0: Uh yeah. nice, Jim. How long you been pulling that one off?
13: My whole life. Ever since when Bobby's World came out, it they sound similar. It's but very similar. You're, Bobby
3: you're right. World. Bobby's World was the Howie Mandel,
6: right? Yeah.
13: So yeah, when... So I can always <laughs> do a similar.
3: How do you do that? Because
6: I was um. We we were talking about Howie Mandel this morning, were we not? Uh, yes, he passed out at a Starbucks. And I was thinking about how I don't know how he's able to tap into get into that that really really high register. There's like a bubble in
0: the throat throat
8: couple, yeah.
6: type of thing too.
0: Yeah, I don't
8: know. I just always have been able to do it. Just my voice, Elmo can
0: always do. Okay, that's it's, a good yeah, one. It's really, that's that's good, good. It's it's really up You can little... you can keep doing that.
3: Yes, you are legit Elmo yep. impersonator. All right, thanks, man. You got it. That's how he gets the kids into the van. All right, hang on. Let me go to Mike. (laughs) Hey, Mike, good morning.
0: Good morning,
8: guys. How are you?
0: Wonderful. So I I see what it says here. I don't understand. Who is Frank from The Godfather?
8: Frank Pantangeli. Oh, Pantangeli. Yes, yeah. All right. I
0: want to hear that.
8: I was in the olive oil business with his father. But that was many years ago. The FBI guys come and say Michael Corleone
5: did this. And Michael Corleone did that.
8: And I said, why? Sure. That's that that's solid. solid. I solid.
3: love attention. He, yeah. he was in a couple of movies around that time, yeah, uh, and you'd see him pop him up. But that's his best role, and I think he did a damn yeah. good one.
6: Yeah, here drinking champagne yeah, cocktails. Listen, Mike, <laughs> who's the actor?
3: Um, because that sounds like
6: Ray Liotta. As no, well. no, but no. he he was a character actor, older, uh, large guy, okay,
0: short but but stout. Play my children like t- with twice? Toys. T- 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, well yeah. done. Yeah. I like it.
6: We Thank could, you
8: very much. We can do that All scene right. together. See ya. In
0: All my right. house. Let me go next Let to... Children, you're to right. The that's to who him. he was talking, that's that's to. Who talking to. That's who talking to. I didn't
8: know you were coming.
0: Yeah.
3: I want to make some uh, s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make
0: them outside. Oh, All right. Button, sorry. Let me go to uh, Ted next. Hey, Ted. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. All right, so you pull off. It says here, a James Mason.
8: Oh, good. Yes, I do. A very good James Mason. Mm. Mm. No, you don't. So, like I, this. I'd like to do nursery rhymes as James Mason for my kids. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty he,
5: Jumpty had to fall yeah He's not bad. I, yeah, know, right. I,
3: I think he's doing a subtle thing that's kind of. James Mason, you do trying to understand. <laughs> this is pulling it back, and that's exactly what Ted is doing. Yes. It's like an unexpected guest drop by. What do you have? They got the Manichevits. Yes, and Thunderbird. And Thunderbird, uh-huh. sure. We get totally hammered, and then we uh, hire holes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ted. Now, I, I'm going to give him a thumbs up on that. All right. I give uh, him a so
6: I do an impression, and I'm not going to tell you who it is. You tell me
3: uh, if it's good enough. All right, okay. uh, all right.
6: This is my wife. Oh, <laughs> it's boring. Yeah,
3: yeah, but nobody baby. is better than Matt Rovine. All right, hang on. There's some good ones on here. Yes, and some
0: and some obscure ones. Let me go to the James. Just got on, but I got to hear this. Hi, James. Good morning.
8: Good morning. How you guys doing?
0: Good, James. I hope we have a good enough quality phone line to hear this. What impression do you do?
8: I do uh, Kathy Hepburn. Love, Love it. Lutheran
0: Love it. Hepburn doing Axel Rose. Rose. Okay, we got to hear this.
8: What? Who ever heard of the Civil War anyway, Norman, you old girl.
3: <laughs> I like that. that it's obscure enough. Okay, I like yeah. that he's taken a yes. line that would establish one character and yes. doing it in the voice of the beloved actress. The Axl Rose connection is a little weak, right. but uh, I, I do like... to the jungle, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> You're going <laughs> to yeah. die. I'm going to die. <laughs> going to make you bleed, bleed. <laughs>
0: On your shut, we just shut the hell up.
3: Somebody's sick of wooden spoon in their mouth. This is having another episode. <laughs> How many times did I tell you not to do Axl Rose? Wait, she's doing Axl Rose. Yeah. Like doing him? Yeah, no, that'd be oh, sick. Wow. Well, maybe be. he's got so much hair in front of his face it wouldn't notice. Okay, uh, let's
0: see. Uh, we will move on. I was hoping for some loons.
6: Oh, God damn it. I thought you were doing...
0: Okay. I was mouthing the word loons to Casey. <laughs> I, let's go to... I, I got to hear this. This is uh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Chris, so you do an impression. I do. And who is it of?
9: It's Shakira. Oh,
0: I want to hear this. Oh, so a singing impression.
9: All right, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. And I have one tonight, and I'm a hipster. I am going to fill you, boy. Come on, let's go. Real slow. See, hey, baby, this is perfect. Hey, boy, I can see your body moving. I'm going to half
5: Yeah. Man, she's got that yeah. little quiver. It's hard
3: to do a singing impression. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's I'm a good one. Give Chris. that a thumbs up.
0: You can keep doing that, Chris.
8: <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Nice
0: job. We'll see you. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, here's one that people pull out from time to time. We'll go to Nick, or it says Nick's. Is it Nick or Nick's?
8: Uh, Nick.
0: Hey, okay. Nick. What's up, man? Going on, guys. Yeah, but all right. So, who is your impression of?
8: I like to believe that I do a pretty <laughs> decent Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. I like you, be the John.
3: Yeah. Now, no. very good. Give us a little bit more.
8: Uh, give me something to say. I, I just do what. I do um, just say that. Every- Say
3: welcome to the jungle. <laughs>
8: <laughs> welcome to the jungle. <laughs> That's right. And
0: I hear McGruff the crime dog. Yeah. That's, That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh I You don't... gotta
8: lock your doors.
3: Yeah, his his voice is too low for it. He's got a
8: A, a little bit higher. Yeah.
3: We've had him in, and the funny thing is, uh Nick, we've had him come into the studio and he yeah. comes in, he's like this. And, you know, it's great to be oh, here. hello. To see How guys. are you? Guys? Yeah. I, I love the Preston and Steve show.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he turns it on. Yeah. All right, Nick. Thank you. Uh, I turn to just change it from Gilbert to McGruff. And yeah. It'll <laughs> be good to go. Uh, let's try uh, Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Joe. There's an impression you pull out from time to time. Who is it of? Uh, I
13: could do a pretty good Bill Cosby. Excellent.
8: Man. Okay. Let's hear it. Now you see here you put the Jello and the Jello with the pudding pops and then you mix in the roofies and you mix it all together and you got yourself a nice cocktail. Ah,
3: ah. That's pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah, he's got he's got the, the the phrasing and the whole thing. Yeah, and the squishing of the voice. Lay down on the carpet. But I feel
6: like you're doing somebody else's impression of Bill Cosby. It's okay season. though. Yeah. There's
3: nothing wrong with that because well, if the the original source. That's what I like with Craig Gass Gene Simmons. That's what I'm doing. Well,
0: some some of them are a little bit of a caricature yes. to just push it mm-hmm. a little bit and, and accentuate the little isms, right. and that's accentuate that's, the positive. That's that's <laughs> what a, a you know a caricature does. It takes certain features and pushes them out a little bit, and an impression sometimes, especially for comedic value. You gotta you gotta do a caricature of it if you did a spot on you might not recognize it it would be a little bit more toned down like
3: you know? Cosby that I is 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 like on the on the state it, he's it's oh he's always in hyper cosby mode he's always way up you know mm-hmm. uh, instead of you know where he was a little bit more conversational uh
0: let's go to Tom next hey Tom yeah, up, guys? yeah, buddy. All right. So, uh, we were talking about this impression this guy did of Robin Williams. Absolutely spot on, incredible. And we're letting people try out their chops. So, what is yours? What is yours, Tom? What what impression do you do? Oh,
13: uh, Jim, I
0: can do Jim Gaffigan, uh, Spiegel. I do like a bunch of them. Do I, Jim Gaffigan. Uh, yeah, I want to hear Jim Gaffigan.
13: Well, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, you know, I I really like uh, fishing. Uh, that's why you know I go to Red Lobster. No, uh, you know I just go in. <laughs> no, you know.
3: that's not bad. I think tonally, that's not bad. I it's mean, close.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit accentuated, but it's not bad. He's g- saying g- no. G- okay. Give us your
8: schmigo. Beautiful, powerful, but what is it for? Oh, I come out with a, oh, I want, I want, I want purple, purple.
0: Right. Yes. Like yes, yeah, thumbs up. The phone line is a little uh, uh It muffled, makes it hard. All right. Uh, I'm driving
8: into Atlantic City. Bye, yeah. oh, no. All right. We'll
0: see you, man. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you it. You need a better connection. Uh, the Schmeagle
6: <laughs> one's hard to pull off.
0: Yeah.
6: Uh, oh, you know who does a mean Yoda? <laughs> uh, Jim Antez. Jim Antez.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right.
6: As a matter of fact. He sent audio. He did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah. will uh,
0: all right, let me go to some other ones while you're getting that ready. I'm going to go to Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Good morning. I have three swollen testicles. Three swollen testicles. Oh.
8: Wow. <laughs> Bonus to
0: you. All right, Tyler. You do a historical impression.
8: Yeah, I can do. A, I can do a decent Winston Churchill.
3: Yes, he's been done by a number of actors. Just uh, John Lithgow won a uh, won an Emmy for portraying him. So let let's hear Winston Churchill.
13: So let us therefore
8: embrace ourselves to our duties. And so bear ourselves that if the British Empire and her Commonwealth should last for a thousand years, men shall still say this was their finest hour. Ah,
3: nice. that's, good. that's good. The way I do it is we shall never surrender yeah. on the land or on the sea. We shall never. 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 He, he never said Nazis, he said Nazis.
8: That's cranky old <laughs> Smith right.
3: I don't like him with a stupid mustache.
8: Uh, the, the stupid, most and and pissed upon coming out
0: of the air and <laughs> dropping bomb. I love it. All right, Tyler. Nice job. That's a good one. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. All right, you want to hear a great uh, Yoda impression? Here yeah. you go.
8: This is Jim
5: Mantes,
0: our old sales manager. Uh,
5: miss me, you must. I
0: mm. uh, miss you too. Mm. Do, or do not.
5: There is no try.
0: I like Frank Oz is in the room I think with us. Uh... Almost everybody does a little Yoda. Like, uh, like yeah, each yeah, all of us can do it. that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Kathy, <laughs> did you do did you
3: do Yoda? Uh, Kathy,
5: do you
6: do Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> cakes you have. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, we, um... How regular we, store you are. It's been a while since we've had people in studio. There has been a listener who has come in studio where... A listener? on A uh, Whatever. Okay. Uh... On a couple of different occasions. Who wants
2: to do impressions for us? For
6: Steve. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. And and I'm sure, Steve, because of what you do on this he show. It. you. Uh, it's not that you invite it, it, but people want to do that. They want to impress yeah. you. Um, I'm trying. I can't remember who it is. I but know I, who you're talking I'm about. Not, I'm like, yeah. I'm a, I always feel so... Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm don't like, do oh, it, my don't God, do I'm do cringing it. right
3: now. I have, to, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you're kind of, you never want to hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> no, like but, Also, because I'm not that... I'm good enough, but I'm not... You know, I uh, you may want to go again uh, in front of someone who really does it, but I right. I I think anyone who's going to step out on the wire and try to do it is is uh, is awesome. But yeah, I know who you're talking about you're a very nice guy, uh, not not awesome as an impressionist, but he tries. Hmm. All
0: right, so let's uh, get one a little closer to home. We're going to go to Bill here. Hey, Bill. Good morning.
8: Good morning, family. How <laughs> <my> <laughs> family. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's a Gary Lauer. That's good. <laughs> His name. How's little guy doing? And hey, good morning, sweetie. How's those uh, how's those pancakes hanging? I mean, pancakes. <laughs> he said pancakes hanging. Hey, I love it, but that's what Gary would do. Yeah.
5: Oh, how's Bill.
8: Little guy, little guy doing in school. How's everybody doing? I love
3: my family? Uh, <laughs> that was a little Seinfeldish, was it not? but uh, he's close. Yeah. I like it though. I said, <laughs> Gary's Gary's, you uh, gotta hit the right. You gotta say all those things. Steve, your you're Gary is spot on. Oh,
0: thanks.
8: Yes. Oh, my <laughs> Good welcome. All right, Bill. Thanks, man.
13: Oh I like all it. Right. Yeah. Good, Good welcome. Later.
0: Good welcome. Uh, all right, we'll go to uh, Michael. Hey, Michael, how you doing, man? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. All right, so you do a, a
8: quagmire? Yeah, I, I uh, do quagmire working at a Starbucks.
3: All right, oh,
11: want to hear it. <laughs> welcome to Starbucks from Brookhaven. <laughs> this is quagmire speaking in the mail. <laughs> Two to so a one for me, one for you. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not bad. Uh, you know, I so, watch Family Guy. I don't know Quagmire that
3: well. So so uh, Seth MacFarlane does a, a ton of voices, like, mm-hmm. like almost too many. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michael.
0: That's Quagmire. That's Quagmire. Okay. Let's go to Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Hey. I'm
8: glad I'm bothering you at work.
0: We're happy to have you. All right. So you do a Donald Duck?
3: Yeah. Ah, okay. Good. I
0: oh, know.
9: I'm pretty
3: drunk. I'm pretty drunk. That's actually very good. That is a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's hitting solidly. It's hard to be um, to be understood while you're talking in that impression. Can you do the laugh, Charlie? <laughs> that's hard to do. That sounds yeah. like he's oh, wow. spanking
0: it. He's I know. Oh, the rapid-fire laugh that yeah. Donald does is hard All to right. do. All right, Charlie, thank you. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, one more, and then we got to wrap up. Um... Let's go. Let's go to Tom and see how his Harry the K is. Uh, hey, Tom, you there?
8: Yes, I'm here.
0: You're going to be our last one. You do a good Harry Callis, huh?
8: <laughs> That's great. I'll do a I'll do a, a little uh, um, PSA for you or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, good morning, everybody from South Philadelphia. This is Harry Callis. You're listening to the Preston Steve
13: Show on ninety three three WMM. R, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get that
0: R. <laughs> gotta slow nice. it down. Nice, yeah. uh, not bad, Tom. Yeah, not bad. Oh, uh, thanks. Come on, <laughs> no. Okay, well, I'll tell you who does a solid. Uh, Harry is um, God. We just had him on. Uh, he's coming to town. Doing a show.
6: Comedian. Oh, a
0: friend, uh, local. Oh, Joe oh a Joe Madderis. Madderis.
6: He's, <laughs> Joe's he does a top. <laughs> You're, like, getting mad at me. I was like, I'm trying. I'm well, trying. You, ought to know, you ought to know what a great <laughs> Harry the Harry no, he does. he
0: does. He does a spot-on Harry Callis. I mean, dead-on perfect. So, all right, well, anyhow, um, if you haven't seen uh, this gentleman's uh, video yet, of uh, Robin Williams, uh, his name is Jamie Costa, and it's it's impressive. It's not just the voice. It's the mannerisms. It's the facial expressions, all of it.
3: You know, it's funny, Preston. I guess it's an organization that works with um, people who suffer from uh, Louis, uh Body dementia. Body dementia, and uh, they were getting bombarded with this clip. Wow. You know, people just kind of saying, hey, did you see this? And then I could... But just not send it to us yeah, you know I'm like uh, it. yeah but it, like it's 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 uh, it's it's painful wow
0: all right uh we're going to take a break thanks yeah. for your calls we appreciate it we'll come back in just a moment don't forget in less than an hour another shot of 500 dollars MMR's money clips We'll will be right back
12: Steve's Camp Out for Hunger is coming soon. Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live. Inside the Wells Fargo Center complex, this difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity. With the Camp Out Business Challenge, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference. Donate the most food, and the Preston and Steve Show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees. Prizes for the top three Business Challenge donations, including a live Pierre Robert broadcast from your business and a $20,000 advertising campaign on MMR for your company. It's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the Phil Abundance mission. Drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Go to WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge with 933 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: Um, You know what? I've got several stories that are uh, studies and um, information. And I think we should head to the campus of the Just Saying Institute uh, for a moment, if you guys don't mind.
3: The Just Saying Institute, home of the largest pound cake bakery (laughs) in the world. I knew it. (laughs) I knew I knew they were gonna add
5: that. Have that. Yeah, so. I
3: didn't know what they were gonna add. I thought it was, was caught off guard, but I figured that was a gotta <laughs> reference their new facility. Yeah. Uh so if you find
0: yourself having a love-hate relationship with scary movies.
3: Uh, we were just talking, Preston, when you came in this morning, Pre- Casey and I were talking about this. Perfect. So you're not the only one, Case. So okay. Doctor
0: Sanem uh, Hafiz, who is a neuropsychologist, explains oddly enough. The brain releases dopamine when we're scared, almost as if we are excited. And this sudden dopamine rush explains why some people laugh when they get scared while walking through like a haunted house or seeing a jump scare in a movie. Mm -hmm. He says that uh, this hit of dopamine is even more enjoyable uh, if you're sitting in a controlled environment because even though you may feel like you're in danger... Your body knows that you aren't, which therefore, subconsciously, your body allows you to enjoy. It. So, like that's being, what I was
3: explaining, being yeah. in a movie theater. Yeah. Casey, what you were saying though, that for, for you, and you're trying to going to try to employ my tactic about if you feel yourself really on the edge, about thinking about the director and the people, you know, the boom michael or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it, this is a conflict
6: that you deal with all the time, correct? All the time, and I. Um... <sighs> So there has been a new development in how uh, my body reacts to scary moments and scary movies. And so I would say, <laughs> no, that's always been the okay. case. That's not new. That's nothing new. Um, no, I would say within the last decade or so, my body will get chills like literally all over. like And that's my, a standard, yeah. My my legs, my arms, like everything, my head. And, and so one of the things, uh, so the in the movie It, yeah, the first chapter. Um, there's a scene in the garage with a movie. With a oh yeah, movie. yeah,
0: they're they're watching actually a slideshow and it goes faster and faster and faster. Yeah,
6: and as that started to unfold, my whole body was was taken over by these chills and I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but when it was all over and and I calmed down, I was like, okay, wow, that was a crazy ride. Mm-hmm. It's the same way I feel about like when I startle people or when I get startled. The range, the, the the quickness of range of emotions that you get when you when you jump out and scare somebody, it's it's fear first of all, like yeah. the, that's and then you get mad, right? And then then uh, after laughter. The, then laughter, and so so that's like that dopamine rush, at this, right. uh, and so, so,
3: and That's why they're, they're they're very they're they're similar. That's why I love both. That's why you have you know tragedy <laughs> and comedy, the, the the masks, you know they're they're the opposite ends that achieve a lot of the same response. I hate what? it. I hate I, every second of it. You I, hate I, horror.
4: I, I can't. And, and I'm not. I mean, I'm a big puss, but I'm not that big. Like I, I, I like thrilling stuff. You know. Um, I'm going like, to defend you though. I like I def- roller coasters. Yeah. there are there are elements of like uh, uh, dopamine that I uh, totally appeal to me. We're watching this. It. Chapter, uh, chapter one, and in the studio with no sound on a giant screen with a bunch of people in the middle of the day, and I am terrified right now. This is awful, but I'm defending. I, I don't like yes
3: because Preston also you're not a fan of this stuff. It it doesn't do anything for you. That's completely fine. Right, you don't have to love horror movies. You can, ju- you know, for for me, I, I think people like ah, oh, you, you know, you know, you you can't handle it. I love horror for a whole bunch of reasons that are even outside of just the scare and so on and so forth. Mm. I love the style. I love the way they look. I love the inventiveness. Even I even love crappy horror movies. It's a whole different thing. Do you get scared? Uh, I think I've seen so many. Yeah. Like, like I, appreci- yeah. I appreciate... Well, you're a film aficionado, I get, too. I can get nervous. I can get um, those, again, from years ago. Okay, it's just a movie. It's yeah. just a movie. And then I throw that switch on, and I, and I'm good. But the the ones that are really that really rock my like I Preston I can understand we both hate the um uh, the sh- the 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 startle for different reasons mm-hmm. I uh, you know you just hate it it's it's and and for me it's like it's such a cheap thing it's yeah. such a cheap you know the it, jump scares the jump scares are like it's it, it's a cheap tactic in horror movies it's what you go to if you don't have another way to do something
6: mm-hmm. I uh, watched. One of The the original Friday the 13th, a couple of years ago. Now, when I was a kid.
3: Which I consider suspense over yeah, horror.
6: I was terrified of it. But yeah. when I watched it as an adult, I was like, oh, this actually isn't scary at all. Which, you yeah. know, which is, you know, maybe I, 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 I love it. Yeah,
0: I always thought of that as, as more of a thriller yeah. uh, than a, uh, a horror movie. It's... But people rank it as a horror movie. But yeah. Yeah, I, yep.
2: I like the jump scare. Like, to me, <laughs> that's what... Gets me, you know. What okay. I mean, and there's other creepy stuff, but
3: no. Sometimes it can be employed well and, and smartly, but a lot of times it's simply employed because they haven't come up with something, something else, like a director like James Wan who did The Conjuring and The Conjuring Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we will never refer to it the right way anymore on Conjuring. the show because you yeah, have Conjuring. Uh, and I was recommending this movie, Malignant, that he did. Though he's a guy who's saying, "Let's try it in a different way. Let's do it with a little bit more panache."
6: And right. I love that. So something happened to me in real life last week where I, I literally screamed out loud in fear, and <laughs> and but then I ended up laughing because it was hilarious. Yeah. Kathy, I was I was jogging, I had my headphones in, and I was just jogging, and I couldn't hear anything, and I didn't see it until the very last minute. But uh, a dog in my neighborhood came charging. <laughs> charging at me, and Preston, I didn't see him until I was, he was about as close as you are to me. Ooh. And I went, <laughs> and then I immediately just started laughing, because it was hilarious, my reaction, and I looked around to see if anybody...
2: Saw. Saw yeah.
6: There was nobody out, outside, which... Is I, it
2: an electric fence? I'm a big, strong man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: kid yes,
6: just guys. flexes.
5: Yeah. I'm a
3: big, strong <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> Those electric fe- fences, even when you yeah. know that they're there, there's one house, I know they have it. I know the dog is trained, and he doesn't go past that, but he is this... Big. I don't even know what he is, but he has, like, a deep, like, if a dog could have a deep voice, this yeah. dog has it. He's like, <laughs> woof, woof, woof.
11: That's a great impression.
5: Yeah. That's, 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 really that's good.
2: what it is. And <laughs> Do every it again. time woof. I freak out Do when I run f- by. Do
3: the impression woof. again.
2: <gasps> woof, woof. woof. <gasps> You do Bill Weston
3: in a deep voice. Dog. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa. To your to your point, C- Cathy, so why I'm on this comedy program simply because you have that that um, that invisible fence. If someone had bulletproof plexiglass or whatever yeah. that was shooting at yeah, you, you still, you'd still react. Well, yeah,
2: you see exactly. people, and I don't. You know what? I, listen, I've never had it. I don't have a dog. I don't know right. anything. about But I'm like that dog can <laughs> jump through that. Like it's not yeah. going to kill him. It's not a force I don't field. Trust them. Yeah.
6: yeah.
0: Uh, it's interesting, yeah. I, I don't like the. I'm not into scary movies per se, but I want to read every single Stephen King novel that's ever been written. So you,
3: I you, like that. You can process it at a way that you you can handle it yeah. the written word or or, or recited to you. Yeah. Uh, for me, I love again. Uh, Eli Roth has his great series on uh, AMC. That's the. Uh, um, uh and I should say and it's the um the the history of horror movies and they break it down into different categories but it listen if it scares you it's worth
0: yeah. so this uh uh doctor says that the uh that some people are actually more chemically inclined to watch horror movies since their bodies may release more dopamine and mm-hmm. adrenaline got to be me than the average person yeah uh in other words if you hate horror movies but you can't look away it might be due to your brain chemistry they're saying people that kind of hate them and love them at the same time yeah. so I, I love them and love them Right, so this is different than yeah, me. Yeah, you probably don't release all that dopamine yeah. and, uh, uh, and uh I don't know, adrenaline.
2: he might, though, if, because he loves it and he loves that scare. Hmm. Like, it might release... It might be different. Well, he says uh, it
4: doesn't scare him, I'm addicted. Though. Are there thrilling things or scary uh, things, Steve, that you hate? Like, for example, a, a, a roller coaster or whatever that... There's only
3: one ride that, that I get nervous on, believe it or not, and it is the Ferris wheel. Uh, the you know <laughs> Because when you get to the top, I always deal with that weird already jump. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, why am I even thinking why about
6: this? Why are you thinking <laughs> <that>? Yeah. <laughs> I want you to try that ride that I did at uh, the Maury's Adventure Pier this summer. Right. Because that was the only time I can recall in the last 40 years that I was actually afraid on a
3: ride. I love the haunted attractions. So I adore it. Like, like uh, you know, Bates Motel. And, and I mean... All of that stuff, Casey had a great time walking the. Uh, the but I have a question. But right. you don't
0: react to jump scares. You Why don't? do you like? Oh, no, it?
3: I can be startled, but I okay. don't. I don't. I, listen, if if I'm if I if I go into my own bathroom in the morning and there's a guy standing there with a machete, in it, I'm going to be startled. I think you like the creativity more than anything. As part of it, you know what yeah, I mean? it, That you've taken something that has happened so many times before and you tilted it in a certain way, right? And that's to me what I what I love. And then the exhilaration, like I keep talking about this movie, it follows. Because I love the fact that so much of this, it, it, it took something that we don't think about a lot, which is say you're at a uh, on a crowded beach or, or, or uh, in a park, and somebody's just sort of walking towards you. and, and the, the conceit of the movie is that this thing can, is always coming after you to kill you and uh, uh, it can look like anybody, it can look like a friend, it can look like anybody. So it always now if you always had to assess, Why is this person walking this way? What is this about? Am I overthinking this? Right. And it adds that little element that twisted that little horror conceit on its side and makes it really interesting.
0: Uh, I got a text from him that says, uh, "President, what do you recommend if someone's starting King Books, Stephen King Books? I'd start with a classic, man. I'd go to Salem's Lot and dive right into it. It's a great book. It's a great movie. So was
3: it a short
0: book? No. There's a short story called Jerusalem right. Lot, which kind of lays the groundwork of the origin of that town. Right. Uh, but uh, Salem Lot's a full novel,
3: right? Yeah, but it's uh,
0: it's good, yeah, it's real good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else from uh, the Just Saying Institute do we have today? Uh, this is really weird. Okay. All right. Um, It seems that getting hit in your head can have more consequences than you might think. University of Rochester researchers. Go on. Yeah. Looked at the pregnancy rates of 245 women who had suffered various injuries, and they found that pregnancy rates were 76% lower among women. Who had suffered a concussion? Compared... So you're
3: saying that that uh, Nick's accident may have rendered him barren. Yes, he oh, no. actually. I think I just knocked up a whole bunch of chicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: compared to women who had had other injuries such as sprained wrist or ankle, so there was a seventy percent wow. rate for seventy six percent lower uh, among women who had had a concussion in their life. That. That's
4: pretty wild. I've never heard anything like that. You know what's amazing? Because I did have a concussion, and it's a traumatic brain injury. Uh, It's amazing what we don't know. It's amazing what we're still learning all the time. Studies like this, Preston, are proof positive that, that, you know, concussions are understood a little bit but not understood a lot. Yeah. Uh, In fact, here's another weird one.
0: Pregnancy rates were even lower among women who had reported sexual dysfunction six to ten weeks after their concussion, and that means the inability to experience pleasure uh, during intercourse. So if you've gotten hit in the head, hmm. it can affect whether or not you actually enjoy sex or not.
3: I mean, think about, think about all that's going on in that gray matter and everything yeah. that's going in and out of the brain and how you process. I mean and Nick you took a substantial
4: hit. Yeah, I mean I had a real concussion. I blacked out. I was yeah. I, I was unconscious for a while and then I have no memory for a chunk of time and so my brain was affected by it. And you know, I have talked I actually talked to Bill Weston about it a week or two ago. Uh, when you see somebody in a cast because they have a broken arm, you can look at that cast yeah, and you can right. see that they've broken their arm and that hopefully they're in the process of healing. When somebody has a concussion, it's harder to tell from the inside and from the outside perspective. So I mean it just it takes time and um and studies like this to help people get past injuries like this.
0: Yeah, I've had, I've had two concussions. One was from a, a motorcycle accident that I had, and another one was from playing football. Um, and, dude, it messed me up. Yeah. Rocked me, uh, with, just especially the football. When it was helmet-to-helmet, helmet, boom. Boom, yeah. Went out cold. You know, saw stars, like that stereotypical thing. Puked all day long after that. There's mm-hmm. Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. It, no, not like movie
6: stars. <laughs> like yellow stars. <laughs> yeah, <is>
3: having a concussion. Yeah. <laughs>
6: I had uh, two concussions back to back, probably within a half hour's time when I was in seventh grade, and I still don't know if I've recovered ever since. It and, can- yeah.
3: I-, I tell you categorically, and I had a, a, a you know, there were a bunch of, um, uh, there was my brother and I in one house, and then there were the uh, th- three brothers in the, in the neighboring house, and we hung out and hung, you know, played all the time, and, then you know, as we started to get older. Uh, you know just every, every sort of life experience that you have with your friends and there was the the middle child was named Greg he was i was closest to him he had a concussion falling off a moving car he jumped on the back of his, oh, his car his car was pulling away his head hit the asphalt ooh greg after that was different. not greg before that different greg why wow. he was he was functional and he was he mm. was not he was not impaired in any way but it was a different person but i'd
6: say wow.
2: at
3: least 50%,
6: Fifty percent,
2: 60 percent.
6: Yeah, that's scary. Mm. All right. Oh man, I saw this guy, uh, and it was it was on the it was on Twitter a couple of days ago, and it was like, oh, look at what a great father he is, right? Yeah. And so his daughter was on a skateboard, and she was jumping off of a uh, off a wall, yeah. And it was great, fatherly, you know. And yeah. but and so and she was training, and and she was probably I don't even know four or five, maybe six years old, right? And he was catching her as she would jump off of this wall, and right. it was great. And then eventually she did the jump without. Him having to catch her or whatever. She wasn't wearing a helmet the whole time. And I'm mm. thinking, I'm like, that's not a great father. Like, no. you know, great father would have her, you know, wearing a helmet the whole time. Right. You know? And so as as a parent now, like, it is a, the ongoing battle with my children to wear a helmet when they're out on their bikes. And then, uh, to show them Gary Busey, they'll put, it, they'll put on a helmet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. All
0: right. Uh, I have another uh, bit of uh, this is medical uh, information from the there are several wings of the yeah. Justian Institute. There's Absolutely, some that right are, next to the pound cake. Yeah, right, right. to the factory. Um, so, as if your allergies didn't make you miserable enough, U.S. researchers found people with asthma, atopic dermatitis, and hay fever may be more likely to suffer from depression anxiety bipolar disorder and other mental health disorders
3: is that a symptom Hmm. of or is that a contributing factor for
0: good question so those with the conditions were 45 percent more likely to have depression so i think it's Mm -hmm. in in a it can yeah, lead I, to that. It's I, like a bonus.
2: Yeah, because I think going through it is so frustrating. Yes. And there's not much that can help you, all, you know, all of you the time. You don't what and, you're
0: talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> well,
2: no, because you said ati- atopic dermatitis. I was joking. I mean, that's like, that's something that I'm dealing with. And, oh, yeah. And absolutely, I mean, it's, there were points where I just, there was nothing you could do. Yeah. And I just sat there and cried because there was, there's nothing right. you can do.
3: Right. And, and your, your heart, and, and honestly, when you see people, like who suffered like traumatic burns or things of that nature, and and the the road back from that, and you're like, how do you do it? Well,
2: and but the thing with these, like, um, what what I found is is like you tell yourself, or I told myself, like you're not dying of cancer. There yeah. are people out right. there who are suffering sure. and dying. It's a great you way to do it. You are not. So it's like it's almost, but that almost plays a part in it because people you beat
3: yourself up for getting. Well, and, and
2: also because people like doctors sometimes will push you aside and yeah. say, which is understandable. I have somebody who's dying right now. I need yeah. to get this, mm-hmm. you know, the skin cancer off of them or whatever it is. So now you're just sitting there with nothing to do. Right. Like you can't it's, make it go away.
0: It's nice to have some perspective and say, look, it things could be a lot worse. Yeah. But then again, when you have something that uh, they can't do anything about.
2: Yeah. That's
3: going to.
0: It's not going to leave you you alone. You want
3: some compassion and empathy.
0: I I have tinnitus. And for the most part, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. You got that for the rest of your life. You know, unless some really groundbreaking treatment comes along. There are things that you can do to cope with it. Yeah. You know,
4: but we're not going to fix it for you. And it's like, oh. That sucks, and they're still your problems. I mean, yeah. you know, no matter what anybody else is going through, you have to live within your body, within your brain, and deal with your own consequences of, of uh, issues like this. So mm-hmm. if they affect you in a certain way, it's
6: going to have a mental yeah, effect it's, on it's, you. That these yeah, physical it's take it stole. Twenty two
0: percent more likely to have anxiety, by the way. Yeah. If you uh, mm-hmm. if you have these conditions, and twenty five percent. More likely to have bipolar disorder compared to people without allergies. Still, the experts say that it is unlikely that the allergic diseases cause mental health problems. There's just a correlation. A correlation. So, yeah.
3: Nick, do you, do you feel depressed knowing you can't have a baby because of your head trauma?
0: Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to start a family with myself. <laughs>
3: I'm going to make love to myself and we're going to have the greatest family. You hey, go- know I'm sorry. No, no. Um, go ahead. Going
0: back to the concussion, I did have a call real quick. Oh, we have to take a break. Yeah, because uh-huh. uh, we got to we got to get to the um, word. Let you me to, you gotta take. The call. Let me go to Jim here real quick. Hey, Jim. Good morning.
8: Hey, good morning, Preston. How are you? Good, bud. So listen, you hit your head, you had a concussion, so, and you changed. Like, yeah. So Casey was saying we were um, somebody was on the trunk of someone's car. It was the complete opposite in my case. I was on the hood of a friend's car at a you know young high school party, and my friend started driving while we were all sitting on his car. Mm -hmm. You know, funny, funny. Um, He couldn't see a car coming because I was on the passenger side hood. Oh, boy. A car coming. So he hit the brakes real quick when he saw the car, and I flipped off the hood, and I smacked my head on the curb Mm. um, in the back and then my forehead on the street, and I lost my smell and taste. Oh, wow. About uh, fifteen years. Wow.
5: Fifteen not, years.
8: Yeah, it'll never be a yeah. hundred percent because I have scarring tissue on my brain in that in that region. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was wild, man. It was uh, after the accident. Um, I I wasn't allowed because uh, I had severe brain trauma. My entire summer was spent on the couch taking ridiculous medications um, and just being. Completely out of it.
3: It says up out. here on the on the screener that that you feel that you became a completely different person.
8: Yes, and I did. After that, um, I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to participate in in any sports anymore because of the mm. brain trauma. Yeah, and I I feel like uh, depression kicked in. Oh man, I turned it. I turned to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just I did. I became a completely different person from prior to the accident. How, how you doing man. now, Jim? I'm doing well now. Good. I mean, you know, I straightened myself out, and it did take a while. But
0: I'm sure you um, still wonder what had I, what would I have been like had yeah. that not happened? Would I be the person that I am, you know? Uh,
8: all the time. Wow. All the time. I could have been the that.
3: next
0: Richard Simmons. Oh,
8: my God. Yeah. And Who wouldn't want to be? Hey, Jim,
0: I'd, I'd love to hear more of your story. Unfortunately, we're out of time. we got to get to the uh, the money clip, but uh, we appreciate all you right, calling guys. in this morning. All right? Love you guys. Love you, too, man. Take care. All right. Um, with that, that's all we have time for at the Just Saying Institute. Have some pound cake. I'm yes. Out, right yeah. over there. Freshly made. Very it, dense. It's free. It's the largest yeah. in the in the world. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, yes, you're shot at winning $500 MMR money clip, and uh, we got the Bizarre File, too, so stay with us. And
12: Billy, come socialize with us follow 933 WMMR on Twitter and Instagram or be our friend on Facebook see photos videos and random behind the scenes stuff some stuff you don't want to see plus it's completely safe for work if you work here that is Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live. Get on-demand audio and video. And we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber.
0: Oh, my God. It's 10.03. Here's oh, my
12: right, three, three, wmmr It's time for an MMR money clip.
1: Bloodsuckers have a tendency to look for a place that's got a history of suffering and death. Now,
12: here's your money clip keyword. All
0: right, and the word is worth. W O R T H. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways for you to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, just enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. The word is worth. Uh, one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, enter the word worth, W-O-R-T-H.
1: Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen <laughs> and Steve's oh, Bizarre Fine. Brought to you by
0: Iron Hill Brewery. and Their top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers are now available everywhere that craft beer is sold locally. Visit IronHillBrewery.com and click Beer Finder to find a retailer near you. This is a disturbing story. A real estate agent in Virginia was shot and killed in a home that he had just <gasps> sold. Oh oh. Soren Arn Schlegel sold the house in Portsmouth to an 84-year-old man named Albert Baglione, uh, who lived in Alabama. Now, Baglione bought the house sight unseen. He was reportedly unhappy with the purchase after he showed up. And he called old Schlegel to return the house, uh, his neighbor said. And he said he, he bought the house sight unseen from Alabama, moved here on Thursday, called the real estate agent Friday to return the house. After the neighbor said that uh, Baglione was acting odd when he showed up at his new home, he said... He just looked like maybe he had a mental breakdown or something. He didn't look all right. He kept driving up and down the street all day. Uh, Baglione contacted Oleschlegel and asked him to come to the house to work things out. And when Oleschlegel arrived, Baglione shot and killed him. When police showed up at his door, uh, Baglione admitted that he killed his realtor and then locked himself inside the house. Police heard a gunshot, called the SWAT team. Secure the perimeter around the house. And when they went inside, they found the dude had a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He had died due to that. Ah,
3: wow. Uh, Buying a house sight unseen should have been the first indicator. That's messed up, man. A man on TikTok says he was fat-shamed
0: after buying a homeless man a meal at McDonald's. Stuart Jeffrey posted about the incident on Monday. And the video has since gone viral. Jeffrey laughed through the whole telling of the story in which he explains he went to McDonald's, saw a homeless man sitting outside. He says he told the man that he didn't have any spare change, but he would buy him some food, and the man asked for a Big Mac and coffee. Jeffrey explains when he handed the food over to the man, he goes, Have a great day, and the man responded with, Yeah, just in the future, a word of advice, I'd lay off the McDonald's. Wow. So the homeless guy he fed? Yeah. Said that to him. Bastard. Uh, Jeffrey then... Give me that back. Said to his viewers, and the worst part is that I was fat shame for doing a good deed. But he was laughing about it the whole time. So that's uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> Generally speaking, it is dangerous to play with explosives, as we know. Uh, the Lincoln, Nebraska Police Department uh, pulled over a vehicle on Friday night after homeowners in the area reported that it was driving erratically. Police say the driver, 30-year-old Cody Ryan, was wanted on an outstanding felony warrant and was taken into custody. Officers found an item in his pocket. Is identified by the fire inspector as an illegal explosive device. He had a, he had a bomb in his pocket. In his pocket, police say the device was homemade and intended to explode upon impact with a hard surface. So he faces multiple
3: charges, like a little grenade,
0: I guess so. Yeah, uh, including a possession of a destructive device. I right, listen to this man. This is one way to get the beach all to yourself. A Western Australian fisherman is accused of removing a shark monitoring device from a great white that he caught and released, and then he would use that gadget to set off false alarms. Oh my wow. God. The unidentified 48-year-old Dude. suspect is accused of triggering false alarms on three occasions. On August 13th, shark trackers were alerted that a great white had been detected in the Albany area at 4.46 p.m. And again, seven minutes later. On, 4th, on the 4th of September, a great white shark was thought to have been detected in that general area at 7.56 a.m. Uh, the tracker was recovered during a search for the missing piece of equipment. Uh, the Guardian reports the device came from one of the 115 sharks to have been tagged in a program that relays real time alerts to protect swimmers who could be at
3: risk. So, I wonder what he was doing when. So, obviously, you'd have to create the impression that it was offshore, that it was in the water. So, was it also showing up at the local bar that he hung out? <laughs> you got me? Yeah. Uh, maybe threw it on a little buoy and
0: yeah, go out and pick <laughs> right, it up later right. on. Uh, not only were the false alarms problematic, uh, but the fisherman's alleged actions presented a public safety risk. And uh, he has a November court date coming God, he up. He's
3: a shark at the local target.
0: Uh, in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, a man is behind bars uh, Police, were, after police were told that he took a three-year-old child and threatened to stab anyone who got too close to him. Oh, man. Jeffrey Mark Bubba Rice yeah. uh, was arraigned about right. on terroristic threat. Police were uh, dispatched for a report of a man later identified as Rice threatening to stab people. Once they arrived, police noted that they arrested Rice and then spoke with witnesses. The mother of the child said Rice showed up at the home. Got into an argument with her that turned physical. Afterward, he went outside and sat on a mattress at the corner of the property. Mm. You know, you got your outdoor yes, mattress outdoor out mattress. Out Especially, we want to watch cars go by. Uh, That's your outdoor traffic watching mattress. So he sat on the outdoor mattress at the corner of the property for two hours. Uh, the child, Man,
3: I love this mattress.
0: Uh, the child allegedly came out onto the front porch and Rice took him out of a window. Uh, the woman told police that she saw this happen, so she called her neighbors for help. Several people came outside to help the woman get her child back, noting that one of them had a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. Rice, while holding the child, pulled out a large knife to keep everyone back. Uh, Eventually, the woman told police that Rice let go of the child and the neighbors went back inside. However, they continued to argue outside at this point woman reported that Rice was swinging the knife, threatening to kill her, stab her in the head, and stab her in the eye. You're not getting my mattress! So, uh, this is when she called police. Rice is currently being held in the county prison. Wouldn't it be great to live near someone like that? Uh, Yes. Wait, here's another story out of John's. Another mattress? No. Wouldn't happen with the sleep number. This is in the same town. A, oh. uh, a man is accused of stabbing his wife and lying to police about what happened, giving two different stories uh, after evidence uh, debunked his first story. Does this guy have a mattress? God, John- a lawn mattress? Johnstown is one hell of a place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they noted they arrived at an apartment for a report of a stabbing victim on Friday. They found a woman said significant bleeding from her lower left abdomen. and She had a swollen face as well. David Lawrence told police that his wife was at the playground trying to break up a fight between a group of boys when she was stabbed. However, police noted there was no blood trail to be found. Uh-huh. As the wife was transported to the hospital, Lawrence took police uh, inside his apartment uh, so they could speak with him there. While they, in the apartment, police reported they saw blood in the bedroom on rags and the bedding. Lawrence again said that his wife was stabbed at the playground, though she allegedly didn't know that she was injured until they were sitting together on the bed, and he attempted to stop the bleeding with rags and duct tape. <sighs> What a life! However, police reviewed for surveillance footage and told Lawrence that no one had left or come into his apartment, nor was there a fight at the playground. The affidavit noted uh, that Lawrence then changed his story. He said he and his wife were eating food in bed. And on the plate was a knife. Lawrence said their dog jumped on the bed, and when yeah. he tried to grab the knife, he accidentally stabbed his uh, wife. Of course. Yeah, so that's very viable. But he figured the lie about the fight at the playground would, would be, an be a better easier thing explanation. To go with him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lawrence. The dog was, stabbed my wife. Was arraigned on charges, including. felt That'd have to be a big dog, wouldn't it, yeah. Kathy? Yeah. What <laughs> would a big dog sound <laughs> like? If that's a... Woo. Woo. Woo.
3: Lord's that's a big dog was
2: rain.
5: Afraid
0: of that. i'm
2: gonna get i'm gonna take video next time i run by that house please telling you that's what he sounds like
0: Lord's was on charges on. and there you go that's what <laughs> i got in uh, the bazaar file for you this morning all right you have less than four minutes now if you want to get in on the money action it is worth that's the word for mmr's money clip so uh, get the word worth over to us. You can text it. You can use the app. You can use the website. And we want you to win this $500, which we'll be giving away shortly. We'll take a break. Come back later in the day. No, that's not coming up no. The lesson question is next.
7: Trash Music News. So We'll have those in a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Let's have
0: a lesson question where we are going to give away the matrix on digital. If you can answer this question correctly, we'll go with an easy one. What kind of a bakery was added recently to the Just Saying Institute? (sighs) 215-263-WMMR. What kind of bakery was recently added to the Just Saying Institute? Uh, Let's see if you know. Give us a call right now, 215-263-WMMR. Let's do that.
10: The trash business is a
1: gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. I'm going to guess that today's Trash is brought to you by Jersey
0: Mike's, and I'm right. Uh, This and every Saturday while you watch the game at home, order through the Jersey Mike's app to get the free delivery. It's every Saturday, Jersey Mike's a sub above. What's going on, Steve?
3: Well, Demi Lovato telling an Australian news outlet that the term alien is more than likely offensive to extraterrestrials. Lovato also suggests that forced rectal probes should now be referred to as way-off-target dental
10: checkups. (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: Ex-Portland Trailblazers President Larry Miller admitting he killed a man when he was 16 years old, a fact he hid from his closest friend Michael Jordan until recently. Miller says he finally blurted it out while playing one of Jordan's favorite party games, Who Did You Murder? Oh, my
5: God.
3: And finally, AGT Judge Howie Mandel fainted at at a Woodland, California Starbucks and was taken by ambulance to a local hospital. A witness at the scene believes Mandel might have inadvertently caught sight of the price list.
5: Ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're looking for an answer to this question: Uh, What kind of bakery was recently added to the Just Sayin Institute? And it is Mike who will go to you, Mike
8: Gadzooks,
0: Gadzooks, Mike. All right, what kind of bakery at the Just Sayin Institute?
13: That would be a pound cake bakery. You got it.
0: on Digital. You can plug back into one of the most successful film franchises of all time. Own The Matrix now on
1: 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and Digital. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
5: Yeah.
0: All right, and it is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. This every Saturday while you watch the game at home, order through the Jersey Mike's app to get free delivery every Saturday. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. We'll start with this. Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith has opened up about the band working on a new album with John Frusciante, who rejoined the group in 2019 after a decade-long absence. In an interview with Rolling Stone, Smith said... Uh, We're getting along great. John's been back for a while now, so it feels completely natural. We're all really listening to each other in a new way. He said he's so dedicated. He's so into it. He's working so hard. And we're all working hard, but he's in there with all the overdubs and the magic that he brings. Uh, Smith also said that the band isn't trying to recreate the sound that they had with Freshante on their previous album, saying that John hasn't been in our group in 10 years. It's a long time, so... Of course, it's going to sound different, but it's going to sound like the four of us because we do have this special chemistry together. He said, it sounds like red hot chili peppers, but it's different and new. And to me, that's great. We really like it and we're really proud of it. And it has to start there. If other people like it, great. If people compare it to this or say that it doesn't sound like that, uh, we have no control over that. But yeah, we're all really happy with the record. He said that the album is almost finished, but it doesn't have a release date as of yet or a title. Uh, But uh, he said uh, that they're all on board and really stoked about it. That's very intriguing. Yep. Molly Cruz, Nikki Six promises his third memoir will go where no others have gone, uh, where the others haven't, I
3: should say. I mean, that sounds almost impossible uh, especially considering what he's revealed already.
0: Uh, focusing squarely on his formative years. Uh, the new book called The First 21 How I Became Nikki Six is set for publication on October 19th. Um, six was quoted as saying, uh, This is a story that you haven't heard, uh, the one that led up to those stories. It's the intimate personal story of how an innocent Idaho farm boy with a burning dream and desire for music, for love, and for fame became the notorious Nikki Six. Uh, He went on to say, I believe our first 21 years have a lot to do with the shaping uh, who we became. And uh, these are my first 21, and I hope, it's my hope that uh, they thrill and inspire you to invest in your own biggest dreams. Mentioned this earlier, the four-minute teaser for Peter Jackson's The Beatles' Get Back has just been released. Uh, The six-part documentary, actually it's a three-part, that's... uh, Written incorrectly here. So three
3: parts at two hours each part.
0: Correct. Uh, November twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh is when they will come out exclusively on Disney Plus. And yeah, each is approximately two hours in length.
3: So that's Thanksgiving, right? I mean, we're, we're right there's, yep. there's days after Thanksgiving. You have a lot of time to watch. Yep. Uh, the January nineteen sixty nine footage features the band
0: in the midst of rehearsing and recording "Let It Be," and spotlights the band at uh, Twickenham Film Studio their Apple Basement Studios, and eventually the Apple Rooftop, where they gave the final performance January 30th, 1969.
3: Oh, would you classify a hot dog as a sandwich?
0: <laughs> and then... I don't know. Finally, it was... Uh, I figured I'd bring this up, because I love this song. 49 years ago today, The, the Temptations released... Papa was a rolling stone. Uh, that is a
3: great song. It's one of my all-time Wherever he laid his hat was his home.
0: Uh, The song was written by Motown staff writers Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong, uh, who were best known for writing uh, chart toppers. I heard it through The Grapevine for Marvin Gaye and War for Edwin Starr. Uh, (laughs) That's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. Prior to Papa was a rolling stone, the pair had also written The Temptations' last two number one hits, which were can't get next to you, and just my imagination running away with me. So, yeah, they
3: they uh, they were the temptations then. I yeah. mean, they were writing all the, all the major hits. Uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone, by the way,
0: was originally recorded by a fellow Motown act called The Undisputed Truth, who were best known for their 1971 hit, Smiling Faces Sometimes. Great song. Uh, back then, it was standard practice for Motown groups to all record the same material in hopes that one of them would chart. And it was the Temptations version that hit, going all the way to number one, December 2nd, 1972, and becoming their fourth and last number one. Uh, In a strange twist of fate, lead singer Dennis Edwards' father also died on the third day of September, just like the song. Jesus. The single was an edited version of the album track, which ran over 11 minutes
3: long. We're listening to the intro right now. Yep.
0: Uh, The instrumental portion was placed on the flip side. Both sides of the single went on to earn the group Grammys in 1972, with the A side winning Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with a Vocal, uh, and its B side winning the award for Best R&B Instrumental Performance. So you had people
3: like Barry Gordy was also writing songs, you know. I mean, they, they were all writing songs for these various artists that they would pass around. As you're saying, it's kind of interesting. The uh, Smokey Robinson was writing his own stuff, right? I mean, yeah, he, he wrote yeah. for a lot yeah, of other people too. He was he got some of the.
0: I think he had a good chunk of the hits yeah, yeah. Uh, that he wrote, if not performed himself as well. So, oh, sorry about that. They actually uh, had a teletype in the original yeah. press. Uh, so that is it. That is. I had a teletype. That is it in uh, music news for you. All right, with that, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we will get to wrap it up. And uh, Letter of the Day for that Word of the Week prize, which you give away tomorrow. So make sure you stay with us.
12: Hey, Philly. Come socialize with us. Follow 933-WMMR on Twitter and Instagram. Or be our friend on Facebook. See photos, videos, and random behind-the-scenes stuff. Some stuff you don't want to see. Plus, it's completely safe for work. If you work here, that is.
0: We have many, many great tunes coming up in the form of, or at least brought to you by, the world's greatest dish jockeys.
3: Yeah, oh my god. Hero
0: Bear, Jackson, Jackie Bam Bam, everybody here on MMR. So you've got a day of that ahead of you, which is nice. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, being a part of today's program. We definitely had an enjoyable day today. A reminder uh, that the AIDS Walk is uh, coming up this weekend. It's on Sunday, and we had our friend Rob Reichardt on uh, to give us a rundown of that. And uh, we have links, I'm sure, on PrestonStiv.com, but you're going to be there to be a part of it. Absolutely. The weather's looking good for uh, Sunday. It's really going to feel like a beautiful fall day because we're calling for sunny skies and 63 degrees. We're going to be... Jeez. It's going to be over eighty degrees uh, tomorrow, uh, which is fantastic. But you'll get that real nice cool fall crispiness on um, Crisp. Sunday for the AIDS Walk, which is cool. Um, and other than that, we can just get right to our orders of business. Yes. Like, hang on, I saw a flash. Was there? Shoot across in front of the door. I don't know if that was pancake running by or no, no. He he just went the other way. He's coming. Oh, yes. there he is. No, he's just breathing heavy. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, his hand in the air, his papal wave. Ooh, that's a good band. Papal wave. I write that down. Papal wave. Papal a
3: papal, papal wave.
5: wave.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcaster extraordinaire Pierre Robert. Hey pilgrims.
0: Grandioso. <laughs> Very good, Casey. Ah,
3: it was wet in my Tesla today. How wet was it? My hand sanitizer was floating in the cup holder. Yeah.
5: <laughs> That's so true. It doesn't really happen.
10: It happened when you had your uh, yeah. you had your sunroof open. Ah, that is, that is wet. Yeah. I'm going to rope me a steer and kiss me a pretty girl. It's <laughs> just like do. Johnny used to say. Well, I know that... I know that um, you had those imitations on earlier. yes, oh, ah, yes. so that's your, yeah, that's your so dude. I wanted to add good. mine because everyone at every party asked me to do it. <laughs> Can um, you do
0: your John Wayne, please?
10: Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, Pilgrim. <laughs> there it is. Oh my god. Like <laughs> so he's standing before us. People are were loving our coverage of Captain Kirk's takeoff yesterday. They apparently we, did. We got so many texts and so many nice emails and stuff about it. It was so much fun. So that was. Thank you for that. Our pleasure. Did you uh, hear
3: the uh, the the return uh I did. accolades from uh, William Shatner? It was just we yeah. got very emotional. Very, it was very cool.
10: Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And then if that wasn't great enough, I'm walking in on this beautiful day uh, with um, Sarah, and she was raving uh, about the time that she and Kathy had on Tuesday evening at Knotfest. Ah! <laughs> uh, and then she showed me a video of the two of them banging heads, all gothed out. Yeah. Just completely, um, just, you know... Absolutely everything black. And, uh, Kathy, I didn't know you had that in you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kathy is, um, you know, uh, we're all, well, So I guess some say not Can't all be heads. like me. Huh? You
2: can't all be like me. No, you can't. Right. You can't.
10: Um, See, she's wearing a shirt today that says D's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, and.
2: <laughs>
10: and, uh, but, you know. We're knotheads, or as I like to think of us, snotheads. Snot heads. Snot heads. Okay. yeah. Slip
2: I'd rather be not. a knothead.
10: Yeah. <laughs> slip knot. So knotheads. Knothead. I like it. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, shall we do the
1: letter, sir? Yes. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter
0: and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter Z, as in. Zappa Zappa Cool, man! Yeah! yeah. And that, that's a great impression right there. Well done. Thank you. Sounded just like him. All right, so we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets as MMR rocks the red hot chili peppers. Zappa uh, Zappa Cool, man! The uh, Strokes and Thundercats, nice. Saturday, September 3rd of 2022 at Citizens Bank Park. And tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Be a Ticketmaster, WMMR.com for complete details, pre-sale info, and other chances to win tickets if you're an MMR VIP. So we give that away tomorrow. It's great. Uh, what's happening today, men?
10: Well, we'll have a, a pair of tickets for that very same show to give away. It peppers, uh, September 3rd of next year. We've got Workforce Blocks of uh, Collective Soul and Allison Chains and... Um, for your entertainment pleasure, ple- uh, Preston, uh, we have got a block of... Buffett. Nope. Oh. Today's Tom Sawyer. Oh! He's a grateful deadhead. Head. So it'll be a block of the dead. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You're such a tease. That guy. I'm, I am. You twirler, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right,
10: I'll uh I'll deal. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get the dead in me, oh, man. There's a song by the Dead called "Deal."
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is it a hit or is it one of no, the deep cuts? There are no, hits. <laughs>
10: <laughs> no, there's no hit. No, there are no hits. <laughs> there's one hit. Uh, Touch of Grey, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the hit. Was yeah, the big, I love that. Song. Big hit, much to their surprise, yeah. Yeah. it's a great really? song. Yeah. Oh, they. Had they had no a idea.
6: music video for it and everything. Yeah, yeah, they they did. were skeletons.
10: Yeah, but uh, yeah, catchy, upbeat, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Very rare in their world. I know. Yeah. That uh, was a quick song.
0: Uh, all right, cool, man. It's going to be a good day today.
10: And uh, stick around with and uh, money pop, 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 pop possibilities. Many po- ah. possibilities? Are
0: you talking about the MMR money clips? Money possibilities mm, was what yeah. I was attempting to I say. Got you. <laughs> 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 I killed myself. Thank you oh. to the fine sponsors of I the should press. should be team. on stage somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right now, Sorry. you should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Presidency Show. Also, Acme—you can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, yeah. rewards, and perks today. Visit AcmeMarkets.com for details. Uh, tomorrow on the Friday version, no sad bro. Obviously, uh, comedian Greg Warren—he's always great to check he in. Is huh? uh, and actor David Duchovny. Wow, wow. Nice. Yeah. nice. Is he Scully or of- Mulder? He's molder. Fox Mulder. He's Mulder, yeah. Yeah. You said Scott. You know more than I do. Uh, so that's what we got tomorrow. It's going to be a great oh. day. That's it. We are done. Ar Rage on and have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and
1: Steve on 93.3 WMMR. bing
7: doo doo